tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip-hop and sports live. Union Square, I was there. Bar, bar, radio, radio. Yo, it's still the great, hot Taz, let's fight. Zah, let's argue. Bar, bar, radio, radio. J-O-J, six billion dollars, man. Yeah, uh, let's get loose. Yo, I number two pins on my bars. When it comes to hoops, I play the four or five with the drive of a guard. Tournaments with hood stars. They paid the ref a couple of yards to throw the game with an offensive charge. On the bench, it was a firing squad. Wasn't having it. They turned the championship to something hazardous. Some players just never made it out. They died by the dots. By the foul line, the empty Glock, the game shot clock. I know ghetto fiasco. Now I'm the truth like the magic lasso King of the castle and Queens I got a team of jackals LT with the tackle Graffiti on the scaffold Ball head with my shadow Rocking the giant afro Big East with the stats A triple threat Southpaw rip through your press With a pinch of finesse Before I lay up I try to bang it on them Rip the net Bars and hoops Step your game up We winning Who got next? What up, what up, what up? Y'all balls and hoops. Stills the great. Pop the bearded one. Let's get it, man. Zai Flair. Yo, yo. And DJ J.O.J. on the ones and twos. We are balls and hoops radio, fellas. Another week. Actually, it's Valentine's Day. <clears throat> <clears throat> Shout out to all those that don't got nobody. Shout out to everybody <laughs> that do got somebody. You know what I mean? But the whole object is to love people today at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Word, man. So, fellas, how y'all feeling today, man? You know, Listen, man. At once. Shout out to Zai looking like Apollo Creed over there. <laughs> like, you know, went to war. Boy. Pain. Yeah. Now, I got to say, uh, my week was great, man. My week was great. My Valentine's Day was, was great. Shout to my wife. Yes. Shout to the missus, man. She, you know, got up. I made a breakfast. You know, I got her roses. And, Boy. You know, I did the, you know, the, the husband thing. And she did the wife thing and actually got me a gift. Shout out to the married people. Shout out to the the, the females and the wives out there. Let's go. Treating their men. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're going to definitely talk a little bit more about that. Let's get it. Zah, talk about your week, champ. My week was uh, great up until Friday night. Uh, Damn near cut my hand (laughs) off. Being scared to death. Like... Piece of ice fell on my door, man. A huge piece of ice fell on my door. Scared me half to death. He said it's it got me to jump to up death. off my couch like I like the cops was Boy. ramming a battling ram on my door. It's just terrible, man. Broke my phone, everything. So everything I was communicating with through this weekend was on my laptop. Man. Did you Damn, jump up God. and was you starting flushing stuff down the toilet or you just- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm surprised I didn't. I'm surprised I didn't mess my pants up. I just keep it up with you. Know? Oh, you just shot it on yourself. I'm surprised I didn't. I was that the way that stuff hit that door and I jumped. My son came running out the room like, "What's wrong with you?" Flush, and he just seen flush. blood all over my hand. And oh I was my god, terrible. Sheesh, terrible. JLJ, talk to the people, King. Beautiful week, week, man. Beautiful. beautiful. Every day is a beautiful day. You know, we hear balls of hoops radio. Y'all looking. We be looking real sexy right now. Hey, hey. hold on. This ain't a red cup affair. <laughs> we know, <laughs> <laughs> know you're happy. Your man got off twice, huh? 
Watch hey, your mouth. Yo. God damn. Let's talk about that. Nah. Whoa. What, what the? <laughs> nah, son. What are y'all talking about? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Oh, my God. Easy. Yeah. This, ladies and gentlemen, you gotta, these are grown men. And you, gotta, you see where their mind yo, is at. Hold on. You said your man yo, got off twice. He, he knew. He knew exactly what I was. Oh, he knew exactly what I was talking about. Trump, but Donald once Trump. again, ladies oh, and gentlemen, these are two. Your man got off twice. These are two grown men. Where you see where they heads are Shout out to JMJ. <laughs> Two grown men. <laughs> Tiny, stay up, Tiny. We, I don't do, I don't do pause, Tiny. Stay up. up, man. Shout out to Tiny, man. You know what I'm saying? Get well soon, my brother. You know what I'm saying? We holding down the fort for you, King. Word up, man. But as I said earlier, man, you know, my week, well, you know, my week was was okay. You know what I'm saying? There's just a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot accomplished this week. The weekend was great. Friday night was great. Shout out to JOJ holding Let's it go. down with me. Friday, oh, yeah. we had Louis Loaf Tech, a.k.a. Smokey Lie, a.k.a. Tech from Smith & Wesson in the building. And it was a good show, man. It was a really good show, man. And yeah. everything went well. And, you know, this week coming up is going to be another good show. But that's neither here nor there. We'll get to that later on. Mm-hmm. But, um... As I said earlier, man, today is Valentine's Day, man. And Valentine's Day is a day that symbolizes love, man. So with Valentine's Day being so commercialized, and this is a question for you fellas. Do you look forward to this day as a man? Is the exchange of gifts gifts necessary to you? Guys, I don't don't woo, I know you ready. Raise as, his hand. as I've been Word. as I've been observing Let's um, go. social media the last <laughs> few days. As I've been observing social media the last few days, um, supposedly it's a sucker move for the man to expect a gift from his wife, okay, or even ask for a gift okay. from his wife. From what so the world of social media says, which is crazy to me. Oh, but how many wives are saying that? <laughs> See, the, no, no it. it's, it's a lot that. of it's a lot of the wives, it's a lot of the females saying. It's Ladies' Day, also. Oh God! So that's what I'm not understanding. And like, like I, I've seen a couple of dudes. Well, a few dudes is like, if the man wants a gift, then he's a Valentine as well. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> sweet, sweet low, sweet sugar in the tank, honey syrup. Ridiculous. Uh, listen, man. Like God, that's crazy to me. <laughs> if if you marry, yo, listen. If you marry and your wife buys you something. She buys you something. I don't know where social media get these standards from. Like, who makes these rules up? It's crazy. <sighs> Pop. Oh, Jay. No, no, I wasn't uh, talking about that. But go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pop. Go ahead. <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta say, man. Listen, I when they say y'all like, do you look forward to it? To me, you know what. I can't say I'm like, oh, man, I circle the date on the calendar. But at the same time, I do realize that, you know what, regardless of, of the fact, it's not that my wife is like, you know, like 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 that, but she don't want you to forget it. You know what I mean? It's like, listen, it's another day to show love. That's it. It's just another reason to show love to the one that you love. You feel what I'm saying? Yes, and, indeed. And not for nothing, no, every day ain't Valentine's Day. That's a fact. The only people who say that is people who's not in a relationship. They be like, yo, you know what? Every, every day, day is Valentine's Day. To me. Facts. Happy, Facts. happy Suckers Day. The only one besides the, besides the females, them guys in the corner, they come off great. 
and shit with the roses. paid with the teddy bears and the roses. Yo, but you know what, though? I mean, it's just another day to really show love. You know what I mean? Like... That's a, that's how I look at it as you know as much as people say oh it's commercialized and everything like that I don't I look at it like it's just another day to 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 show love and it don't gotta be just to your wife it could be to your family whatever it is you know what I mean those that you really love you know what I mean so I don't look at it as a as a listen I'm only gonna buy what I could afford anyway that's a fact I'm not going out here getting uh going broke. On a whole bunch of different things, especially because that's my wife. She totally understands. It's a teenage that's a fact. Thing, you know what man. I mean? She's like, yo, why did you buy this when we trying to go to Hawaii? You heard? Ooh, shout, shout out, out. That's shout why out you to the white people. That's why you married. Keep up. That's a, that's a fact. So when I see people responding like, oh, you, nah, man, my wife get it. Straight up. She get it. It's mm-hmm. another day to show love, and she show love to me as well, man. So ain't nobody calling me sweet up here. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Word. Yeah, I was Valentine today. Word out. What you do over there, big boy? I mean, what you mean? I went out. You know what I'm saying? We went out. Mm-hmm. You know, did the two step lady set it up? You know what I mean? For us to go to a little comedy show and all of that. You know what I mean? Went That's to the comedy up. show, had a good time. That's you know what I'm up, saying? Man. Got some food. You know what I mean? That's Bought a couple up. gifts. You know what I mean? Because you know, at the end of the day, man. For me, you know, I work hard, you know what I'm saying? And I'm on the road a lot, and I know my son is a lot of work. So at the end of the day, man, I got to treat my lady right, you know what I mean? Because she holds it down. That's what's up. She definitely holds it down, you know what I'm saying? So it's only right that, you know what I mean, I treat it right. I pay attention to, to her more than, you know. They think, and that's the key, man. You got to pay attention to your lady, man. You know, you don't always got to say everything. Because if you know, if you don't pay attention, to somebody will. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> pay attention to their needs and their wants and Facts. stuff like that, and you say handle that again. it. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Pay attention to the needs and the wants, and you won't have any this problems. Is, this is the relationship show today. Let's go hey, with nah, it. Hey, no, no, no. It's Valentine's <laughs> Day. You know, we got at least. <laughs> we got at least. Yeah, and I know that you guys both go. got on red, man. <laughs> hey, man, you know. You Yo, gotta, looking like two hearts. Oh, he got jokes today. Whoa. Yo, we know who by themselves. He got on all black. Facts. They're going to a funeral. Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) I got on black and Jay got on charcoal gray. Oh, my God. No candles candles being burnt tonight. It's called bars and hoops. It's all your relationship show, Jay. Bars and (laughs) hoops. You know what I'm saying? That's all right. The hoops or the earrings you're going to be buying. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't going to front, kid. I definitely, you know, I, I spent a nice little piece of change. But not, like I said, man, when they worth it, you do that, man. You know what real, I'm saying? Real Let's talk. Go. If it's all, you got it, huh? if, it's, if, if they holding it down, why not? Yeah, you got to. They deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Deserve it, man. You know what I mean? So shout out to everybody out there on Valentine's Day, man. Today is your day, man. Mm-hmm. Treat that special someone right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's Jack and Jill or Bill and Phil, man. Everybody's for everybody, for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real. <laughs> so, without any further ado, man, we're going to get into the NBA segment of our show. And, you know, we're going to set it off with the scores and recaps. You know what I mean? So, it was an interesting day yesterday. You know what I mean? We're going to get to the scores and highlights. And there was a lot of highlights and stuff that went on. First and foremost, the Utah Jazz slapped the Miami Heat around to the tune of 112-94. Utah is 22-5, by the way, and they have the best record in the NBA. Wow. You know what I mean? Donovan Mitchell poured in 26 points. Rudy Gobert added 16 points and grabbed 12 boards. Let's go. On the Miami side of things, Kendrick Nunn scored 23 points. 
off the bench. Can I say something to that? Yes, indeed. Where's Shaq now, man? He's Word up. Where is Shaq now, Tell man? You. Hey, man. You know Shaq the kind of dude that's going to take credit for that. Yo, as soon as I said it to him, <laughs> yeah, he woke up. <laughs> yeah, he, See, woke he was up. killing Donovan Mitchell for that, too. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Shout out to Zai. No, because he initially he started with Gobert. Uh, Gobert Shout whatever. out to Rudy Gobert. Exactly. Zai out here Come chopping on, you man. up. Come you on, know what I'm saying? So on the Miami side of things, like I said, Kendrick Nunn scored 23 points off the bench. Bam Adebayo, 14 points and 10 boards. Miami falls to 11 and 15. Mm-hmm. On the Brooklyn side of things, they went to Golden State to return to Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. And they beat the Warriors like a drum to the Bro, tune of 134 man. to 117. Shout out to JOJ with the sound <laughs> effects in the team. background. Oh, team. God. He got the bandwagoners. <laughs> we got the bandwagoners in the building. Uh-oh. Yo, as soon as they came to Brooklyn, that's it, man. Well, it's right there. Hopping and skipping and jumping Queens, Atlantic Avenue. Straight there. Let's hey, do it, man. Right. Shout on, out to Jay, go. man. Who told you about that route? Who told you about that route? <laughs> Keep it <laughs> back. You, no, did, you did. You did. Word <laughs> up, man. Kyrie Irving poured in 23 points for the 16 and 12 Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Durant and his return to Golden State average added 20 points, five boards, and four downs. But James Harden mm. led the way. 16 points, eight boards, and 16 dimes. And Kyrie Irving came out and said that James Harden is now the point guard of the team. With so those nerd. with those two superstars, he should get he should get 10 assists off of them each. Hey, you know, shout out to Zai for the uh take. You know what I'm saying? On the Golden State side of Easy. things. The Warriors fell to 14 and 13. They're still the eighth seed in the West. Steph Curry poured in 27 points. Kelly Oubre scored 17 points and grabbed 10 boards in a loss for the Warriors. We come back to the Garden. The New York Knicks beat the Houston Rockets like they stole something to the tune of 121 99. The Knicks are now 13 and 15, which makes them seventh seed in the uh, East. You know what I mean? A lot of people didn't think that they was going to be a playoff team. But we hovering around 500. Six players scored in double figures, led by Julius Randle, 22 points and nine boards. Emmanuel quickly comes off the bench with 22 points. Derrick Rose in his third game, in his first game back at the Garden since he played there, 16 points in his Garden debut. And the sad part of it is the other day, Mitchell Robinson was lost due to a hand injury, and he's going to be out four to six weeks. With a fractured hand. But there's a lot of rumors going on that the Knicks may go after Bradley Bill. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. You think he's a fit? I think he is. Who are you going to give up for that, though? Well, we'll get to that later on. That's where they they mess up at. We're going to talk about the other side of the ass whooping right now. The Houston Rockets fell to 11 and 15. They have five players in double figures, though, led by John Wall. 26 points, four dimes. Eric Gordon poured in 24 points and added six dimes. And DeMarcus Cousins, who started, by the way, added 10 points and 10 boards. We move on over to Atlanta, where the Indiana Pacers spanked the uh, Hawks, 125 to 113. Indiana is now 14 and 13. They had seven players score double figures, led by Dougie McBuckets. Doug McDermott poured in 26 points. Uh Miles Turner, 19 points and 10 boards. And DeMontis Sabonis, Consistent as usual, 14 points, 13 boards, and 7 dimes from the big man. On the Atlanta side of things, they fell to 11-15. and 15. And that was a team that everybody thought was going to be in the playoff hunt. Yeah, what happened? What's hey, what happened is that reality struck. And that tells you that they aren't that good. <laughs> still early. It's still early, but it's 28 games in season. So after 28 games, I don't want to hear anything about early. That's, about a, qu- that's a quarter of the season. That's a fact. 
Six players scored in double figures for the for the Hawks, led by Clint Capella with 24 points and 10 boards. Danilo Gallinari, Gallinari came off the bench with 20 points and seven boards. Trey Young, he had a quiet night on the offensive side with 15 points, but Steph, he dished out 14 dimes. Damn. Yeah, he, he had 14 dimes and 15 points in a quiet night offensively. Yeah. So now let's talk about the playoff picture. In the East, the Philadelphia 76ers are 18 and 9. They have the number one spot. The number two spot goes to Milwaukee. They have a record of 16 and 10. The third spot is the Brooklyn Nets, 16 and 12. The fourth spot is the Boston Celtics at 13 and 12. The fifth spot is the Indiana Pacers at 14 and 13. The sixth spot is the Charlotte Hornets at 13 and 14. Shout out to the Lamelo Ball. Ever since they added him to the starting lineup, he's he been, been going playing. to work. Him, yep. him and Gordon Hayward. Going yeah, man, and Gordon Hayward. Shout out to Gordon Hayward. Something was wrong in Boston. Hmm? Yeah, we had two, two young studs that averaged 25 apiece. Right. <laughs> right. The New York Knicks hold the seventh spot. Peace to the guards and nerfs. Oh, yeah, peace. 13 and 15. And the number eight spot is. The Toronto Raptors with a 12 and 14 record on the Western Coast side of things. The number one seed, the Utah Jazz, is at 22 and 5, best in the NBA. Followed by number two, the Lakers at 21 and 6. The LA Clippers coming at third with 19 and 8, the 19 and 8 record. The fourth seed is the Phoenix Suns. Shout out to Chris Paul carrying these young boys. You know what I mean? That's what leaders do with a 16 and 9 record. At number five, the Portland Trailblazers are 15 and 10. At number six, the San Antonio Spurs are 15 and 11. At seven, the Denver Nuggets are 14 and 11. And holding down the eighth spot is the Clay Thompson list Golden State Warriors with a 14 and 13 record. Gentlemen, wow. are you the surprised? West? Let's go. Phoenix, man. Where did, where did they come from? I man? mean, they've been th- building. Think about it. Remember, they came to the bubble and went undefeated and still didn't make the playoffs last year. Yeah, That's a whole that. fact. You know what I'm saying? So, the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference looks like it's, it's, it's definitely shaping up to be a good playoff matchup <laughs> Why, when it comes down it to it. I mean, hey, you know, and, it, and it's only going to get greater. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to Tom Thibodeau, man. Shout out to the rookies that's stepping it up. Shout out to Derrick Rose because he came in and had an immediate impact. But, yes, he did. Let's move on to some other things that's going on, man, out there. LeBron James receives a warning, Pop. Talk about <laughs> your man. Jesus Christ. Yo, Talk you know, about your man. First off, man. And I love when I gave this one to Pop. I'm like, yes. <laughs> let me hear him talk about Christ. it. Right, we got it. First off, let me say something. Yes. Man. Let's he wasn't go. the only one that got the warning. Oh, Kyle Kuzma. Oh. Right. You know what I'm saying? Is Kyle Kuzma the king? He was, he was listen, listen. Yes listen. or no? Listen. Yes or no? Listen. I just want to know. Listen, you got to do what you got to do to win, baby. <laughs> That's why your Boston Celtics is in fourth place. We only, we only two games Shish behind. Me. Shish. The Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James, Kyle, and Kyle Kuzma was warned by the NBA for violating the anti-flopping rule. LeBron James and Kyle Kuzma both received warnings for violating the NBA's anti-flopping rule in the Los Angeles Lakers 115-105 home win mm-hmm. over the Memphis Grizzlies on Friday. Mm-hmm. The NBA yes. says Saturday that James' violation occurred within two minutes, 33 seconds remaining in the second quarter when James <laughs> positions himself between Dylan, Dylan Brooks and Grayson Allen. Dylan, Dylan, We should make him walk for some cheesecake for Of the grill. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I ain't the only one that should be walking right oh, now. Oh, God. <laughs> Tell Stills, he's right next to you. Oh. 
Yeah. Hey, you need a whole table for yourself. Yo. <laughs> over here. Hey, Mudfoot. It says, uh, it says uh, he positioned himself between Dylan Brooks and Grayson Allen of the Grizzlies and fell to the floor while vying for a rebound. Kuzma flopped with six minutes and 31 remaining in the fourth quarter, according to the league. While guarding Brooks, Kuzma tried to draw an offensive foul on the Memphis wing by spinning and tumbling to the hardwood after Brooks put his shoulder down and initiated contact with Kuzma's hip. The NBA looked to clean up the game by monitoring the flopping starting in the 2012 to 2013 season. We're talking a while back, and they just now hitting LeBron James with a warning. I want to say this. And before y'all even yeah, start, because y'all cats, I can see they let's at the go. starting gates right yeah, now. Like, let's, let's go. go. The thing is, you got to do what you got to do to win. Stop it. I'll stop you right gotta there. Got to do what you got to do I'll stop to you right there. I'm ready because to toss these headphones you, across <laughs> the room. You're killing me because you can't be 270 play, like, like running over dudes like you're a running back, and then and then when you get to N1, you smacking your, you making a muscle, and you smacking your biceps. Mm-hmm. And then when the little guy don't even touch you, you fall all over the place. Come on, man. Yo, he's trying to win, B. Jay, you got something the to say? Straight train. He's trying to win, son. <laughs> nah, not really, because I see LeBron. He be flopping, man. Yo. He be wilding, man. And that's what I'm talking about. That's my problem with him. That's my issue with him. And this is why I don't give him a pass. Because it's like, yo, you too great. Yo, do you ever think that you did you ever see Michael Jordan? And I hate to bring it up, it, but it, have you ever seen Michael Jordan do anything like that to get a competitive advantage? Yes. Like, come on, Stop. try to manipulate the referee. Yes. Stop it. Cut it out. When Michael, yo, when I know y'all is yo, right now. Y'all, is, don't yo, do that. This Stop is it. this is the era of flopping. This era of basketball, <laughs> right. It's flopping. But but Michael Michael Jordan didn't benefit from flopping because the fouls was different, right or wrong. But at the same time, he the would Jordan definitely rules. be jumping on the ref like, yo, he grabbed me because he actually <laughs> he, he did get grabbed. All he's saying is he's asking for a foul. <laughs> wait he's a minute. not. He he's actually not, got grabbed. Exactly. <laughs> yo, wait a minute. He's not playing off of. Ain't oh, y'all no. Knicks fans? No, Ain't you no, a no, Boston no, no. fan? Yes. Y'all mean to tell me y'all thought every time Michael Jordan went to the line, he got fouled? I know y'all ain't no, sitting there preaching that blast to Nah, no way. We used to beat the hell out of him. Ooh. Behind the Pistons. Bird and them used to kill him. Stop it. I got to say this, man. Listen, LeBron James is using his influence in every which way possible. Yeah, and I hate it. I'm not going to say that, that he don't be flopping. I can't say that. Because I've seen him. He was one of the reasons why the rule got out of control. Exactly. Let's keep it a buck. When he was playing for Miami, there was a point where he was just everywhere. And I was like, damn. But people do what they got to do to win. And if they sell it and the ref buys it, then so be it. We see it in the NFL all the time. We see it in the NBA all the time. Yeah, we know we see it in a lot of different sports. It's what you call manipulating the rules to benefit yourself. So if you got to manipulate the rules a little bit, then so be it. It's He's LeBron James, God. Michael Jordan used to. Yo, y'all, y'all really can't be serious when you think that Michael Jordan never ever manipulated the game and used things to his advantage. I think no, I, I told all he did he was lying. use things as motivation to go out there and kick ass. That's all there he did. There you go. That's <laughs> all he did. That's it. He ain't never tried to manipulate the referees. Oh, my God, they just found me fall to the floor. Don't forget the famous one. Come on, one. kid. Like, don't come forget, on, man. Kobe Bryant either. Don't forget the famous one when they touch his arm. and he, he This is famous pose. When he put his arms out to the ref and start screaming. But then when he runs through a crowd of dudes and get an and one, he's making uh, Hercules poses like he Hulk Hogan, smacking his biceps. 
Sit your ass yeah, now. And that that that's that's the biggest thing that bothers me with LeBron. It's like, yo, you too great. You don't even need to do that, bro. Like for real. Yeah, you don't need go. to do that. Yeah, but you know, yeah, yeah, we ain't gonna be the problem yeah, anymore. Pop stressed out. Y'all, nah, y'all, you know what it is, man, because y'all really talking like yo, cats don't be manipulating the refs. They nah. all do it. Oh man. Yo, they all do it. He's, He's the king of it. You I, always see him in a meme yo. doing it. Yo, that's the thing. It's like He's a habitual oh. line crosser when it comes to that. <laughs> That's For real. Why, why you think they earned, he earned the nickname La Flop? Come on, man. La Flop. Well, another guy that likes <laughs> the flop on. is James. First time hearing that. Yo, right. Hey, you but, think shout you out to nickname La Flop. Shout out to Zion. He made that one up on the fly. Nah, I be in I be in those rooms, kid. They they okay. me in social media rooms. They they've been calling him La Flop for years. Y'all late, man. Right. Here we go. So so let's talk about James Harden, Zai. He's also a guy that's a flop king too, but let's talk about him. What's what's going on with James Harden, Zai? James Harden wants to issue an apology to um <laughs> the Houston Rockets for how for how everything he's left sorry. off. Wants to or he did. He's a, he's a well, client. he did, but he didn't. In a, if, if in the way to go, mm-hmm. um, in the interview with ESPN, Ra- Rachel Nichols Harden apologized for how it went down. He, but it was very different from. But he said it's very different from regretting it, which he clearly doesn't regret. I apologize for how it went down, but I guess I had to do what I had to do in order to get where I wanted to go. And credit to Houston, they didn't necessarily have to trade me to Brooklyn. They could have traded me anywhere. But those were some stand-up guys over there, and it ended up the right way. But just didn't like how the month or two played out. Um, I don't regret a thing. And I and um, I give... Huh? No, go ahead. Oh, I don't regret a thing, but I also you know, want to thank Houston. We had some great years there, but it just didn't work out. So what you guys think? That's sincere? Hell no. Nah, I think, I think he's trying to clean up his image now. He's trying to make money, and he can't make it because he's dirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fact. Keep it a buck. Damn. Nah, he do look bad. He looks bad as a player, kid. Yo, you, you see he wore a fat body suit. Come on. When he was in Houston, man. He tried to come in looking like he was out of shape, and yeah. they was like, oh, God. If he was going to do that, I think it should have been done immediately after the trade. Not, not, not you. A few games in, brother. But the, like Shaq, like Shaq said, man, the Rockets gave him everything that he wanted, kid. They gave him every player that he wanted, and it didn't work. That's a that's fact. his fault. You know what I'm saying? Chris Paul. Come on. So, so Dwight he, Howard. Dwight he don't Howard. owe them an apology, or he he don't owe them an apology. He owed him a championship. Mm. Talk about him. He owes them a championship. And for that, I feel like, you know what? He always going to look the way he look now. They win a chip now. It's going to look weird. I mean, they're not winning it first of all. Let's keep it a buck. They're going to have to play. They can't play no defense. They can't, they can't, they, they can't stop a nosebleed. Facts. But my thing is always going to be when it comes to James Harden, it's like, is this what you – did you want the championship that bad? Were you as willing to wear a fat boy suit, come play ball, <laughs> Look all crazy, out of shape. Talk crazy about people in the organization that gave you everything you wanted. Talk crazy about your teammates to where some of your teammates had to defend themselves and talk crazy about you yeah. in order to get where you're going. And you know, you heard the magic word. He said, I don't regret nothing. That's not somebody that's sorry. If anything, he just want to let bygones be bygones, put it under the, under the, under the bridge, water under the bridge, and I'm going to just move on. But it ain't that easy, James. It ain't that easy, Harden. You know what I'm saying? That's you not representing the bearded ones right, man. I'm going to have to come see this cat, man. I know he's taller than me. <laughs> he it looked, don't matter, though. <laughs> he looked at everybody and talked about everybody except for the one in front of him in the mirror. Look at you. 
What did you do to to make things right? That mm. the offense you ran, you can't run that. I mean, yeah, you're getting your assists, but when playoff time come, you ghost. Mm. And that's proven for the last few years. You almost beat Golden State. I give y'all that year until Chris Paul hurt his hamstring again. Y'all had Golden State on the ropes. So why, big time. And my thing is, and my thing is not saying that Chris Paul is not a a, a grand player, but at that point, Houston is James Harden's team. Yeah. You know, all superstars, there's going to be a point where they got to put the team on their shoulders and get done what they got to get done, 100%. whether there's somebody there or not. And we've all seen the great players do it. We've seen those aspire to do it. And James Harden, to me, those games are the games that he truly disappeared. I remember there was games where he was horrible shooting. Yeah. And they was, I mean, horrible. And they were still in the game because of his, because of his teammates, not him. And, he, and you could see him in a funk. He don't want the ball. It's like, yo, y'all, listen. At that point, you got to say, yo, you know what, James Harden, what do you, and, and, and this is for a lot of these players, what do you really want to be? Trust me. When you got DeMarcus Cousins saying that, yo, he was out of line, and DeMarcus Cousins is a knucklehead. He trying to keep it him, clean, though. Yeah, when you got him talking about, yo, it just wasn't professional by him. Yeah. That's when you know it was bad. You, you know really what I'm saying? You really got to look at yourself on that Yeah, one. he probably lost. Because you remember, a lot of these players, even though they ain't on the same team, they actually be cool with each other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because they play with each other from kids. Yeah. Coming all the way up. It's just that they're in different teams in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? And so, they practice with each other during, exactly. and train this, with each this other. This is why they say this exactly. is the most friendliest, the friendly era of basketball. Yeah, because they all came up together. Five-star camp. College, you know yep. what I'm saying? They all played for, for for years together. But not only that, we also gotta, you know, we can't you can't uh, get mad at that because you know what? To divide is to conquer. Hundred percent. And if because these guys are sticking together and they not they taking the high road a lot of times in the media, a lot of them anyway. They taking not all of them, but they taking the high road. It's hard for the NBA to really drive a stake between them, and they getting exactly what they want and deserve. Yeah. And so players. we got to keep that in mind. But go ahead, son. Nah, the players. No, no, no. The players are controlling the league. And speaking of the players, man, the players are definitely representing these franchises. But mm-hmm. franchises rule at the end of the day. Pop, talk about the franchise oh. valuations. Listen. So Forbes. Recently released their 2021 NBA franchise valuations. Now, we're going to call them valuations because yeah. they're not evaluations. Facts. We want to know how valuable the franchises are. Talk about it. Now, as we sit here, we're going to give you all a little bit of the list. As per Forbes, number one being the New York Knicks at $5 billion. Drop bomb Number that. one being the New York Knicks at $5, five billion. billion. Yo, they went up. Crazy. Crazy. They a went up. A whole billion. Yeah, last time was I recall, they was four. Last year, it was four. 4.3. So, so a lot of people who saying they ain't Knicks fans is lying. They out here buying jerseys, Merch. going to games. You front. I see. I go to the garden. That's about it. Number two, being the Golden State Warriors <laughs> at $4.7 billion. Three, Los Angeles Lakers at $4.6 billion. Four, Chicago Bulls at $3.3 billion. Boston Celtics at five at three point two billion, the Clippers at two point seven five billion, at number six, Brooklyn Nets at number seven at two point six five, Houston Rockets two point five billion, Dallas Mavericks at two point four five billion, and the Toronto Raptors at two point fifteen billion. Now we could go through all thirty teams, but there's just certain teams that we want to point out. Hold, yes. hold on, did I miss it? Was the Lakers in that top ten? Yes, yeah, sir. Lakers, Lakers are number three. Number three, okay, gotcha. and they should be too because Golden State not taking nothing away from them, but those championships boosted their their value. Well, well, remember this is only for 2021. This ain't 
uh, most all time. Oh, okay. but but still, like I, I don't understand how New York and L.A. ain't one and two. Like Los yeah, Angeles that's what is saying. definitely the other side of New York. They yeah. always they always been one and two because they're the two biggest markets yeah, in the league. Exactly. But look at Chicago. I mean, like that's what I'm saying. There's certain like look at oh we got oh, a caller. Call Bars and Hoops Radio. Who's this? Yo, what up? It's Mr. Matt. Mr. Matt, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on, baby? I, I just, I just, I just got a little, you know what I'm saying, sign to say that, and, and people gotta agree with me. You know what I'm saying? Julius Randle is top ten power forwards in the league right now, and they ain't giving him his props. Let's you know go, let's go, word up, let's go, talk let's go. about if it. Not, oh, if not, if not, listen, if not, name all right. We know Adam Campo and all. All right, but name, name someone who's better than Julius Randle. What they doing for they team right now? A bullshit team at that. Nah, I, I can't front because actually. You're right. Julius Randle, his numbers are just as good, if not better, than um, Anthony Davis at this point in time of the season. That's a fact. Yeah. And he's on okay. track to be he's on track he's on track to be an all star. So you are correct. You can't really name another power forward in the league playing better than him. Even though he had a, yeah. he struggled the last couple of games, but He's doing the same yeah. shit. Shout out to Mr. But listen, you, listen, but you 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 put any of the other power forwards right on the Knicks right now, they wouldn't do what he's doing right now. Because guess what? You got to suffer the way he suffered last year. Had people talking about, oh, you turn the ball over, spin moves too much. That was energy towards him. That, yes. that fed him. That yes. fed him. Yes. And you know what it was? He it, said. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. It boils down to coaching at yes. the end of the day, man. Because yeah. that's what the Knicks lacked for a very long time. And for me, that was the main thing I took from this offseason. Even though a lot of players didn't want to come and play, I knew that Thibodeau was a disciplinarian. And he was going to get these guys to play on the Absolutely. defense. Absolutely, defense creates offense, and this is why the Knicks are close to a 500 team right now. Absolutely, with the, with the roster that they have, that a lot of people poo pooed on when the season started and said they wasn't going to win nothing more than 17 to 20 games. Well, guess what? They almost there now. You know what I mean? Shout You're out right. to Mr. Right. Word. So let, let me ask you a question. Now you say Thibodeau's a good coach and whatever. So did the Knicks flop by picking Obi Toppin? No. Not at all. You know what I mean? You want to know why? Because the Derrick Rose trade is starting to show dividends. You know what I mean? If you look yeah. at the, Obi Toppin is, is Amari Stoudemire 2.0. He needs somebody that's going to penetrate, draw the defense while he cuts, and he's going to finish. He's a finisher. He's not a okay. he's not an ISO player that, that can spot ISO, up yeah. and shoot an open three. Like That's not his game. He's an athletic big man. And in every level that he's played, high school, college, and now the pros, it took him a while to get uh-huh. acclimated to the game. And once he got it, he flourished. And that's yeah. why he was the player uh, of the year last year in college. I know that. That's why I asked. You yeah. know, I asked somebody with knowledge. Yeah, no question. Go. Question. I ain't ready. Every, everybody, you know what I'm saying, they body my boy. I'm like, damn. Like, everybody thought Emmanuel quickly was going to be, you know what I'm saying, yeah. second. But he just jumped up first and just took the game, you know what I'm saying, up to him. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Mr. Met. So you call yourself Mr. Met. Because you're a base, baseball right. fan, huh? Pa, you already? Pa. Pa, what's up, Chad? What's up? What's up? <laughs> I already know. What, what, what you think about your Mets, bro? Give us a little bit of baseball yo, my talk man, before yo, we listen, go. When, when the season, when, when season starts, you already know, man. I, I've been like this since the 80s. Yes, indeed, man. So what's but, your well, thoughts well, on the Mets this starts, year? You, you, know, you, know why, you know why I get mad? A lot of people get a twist. The thing is a, is a, a Yankees versus Mets team. That's not my division. I don't give a damn. That's American League. I don't care about them. I care about the Phillies. I care about the, you know what I'm saying, the Marlins. I care about 
You know what I'm saying? Washington like that. I don't care about them because when the Yankees were playing Phillies, right, me and my boy had an argument. Yeah. He said, oh, let's go Phillies. Let's go Phillies. What? They, yeah. That's a division rival. How are you going to go for a division rival? Yeah. Oh, no, but that's negative. That close time, that don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> right now, you got to go for the Yankees. You no, talk them out. No question. It's New you York all day. Am, am I right or wrong? No doubt. You're absolutely right. It's New York you all never, day. You can never. Yeah, but you look, but you can never rule for your division rival. doesn't matter if they playing your close time rival. That's a fact. You that's can that. never. That's true fan talk right that's there. That's why I you hate the Patriots. Saying? Shout out to J.O.J. He oh. said he hate the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Word, man. But, but Pi, man, we appreciate the call, champ. Thank you for calling you in. You already. Right. Likewise, Good luck, my brother. Right. Keep doing what you're doing, player. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace. Word, man. Shout out to Mr. Mep, a.k.a. Pie, man. Word, but where you were like we, that, man? You like that phone call right there. Hey, man, man you know, as long as, you know, as, long as everybody know what it is, man. For real, that's, that's what it is. Word, Nick's, Nick's talk. talk. I ain't going to turn down on Nick talk, you know what I mean? Let's go. It is what it is. They call in, we talk. That's what's yeah. up. That's what sports talk shows do. <laughs> you talk sports. Oh, word up. Julius, look, he look good, though. I hear Jim Randall, he looking good right yeah. But not for nothing. I mean, like you said, look what he went through. Look what he been through. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, a lot of guys was knocking, especially when they didn't get Zion, KD, mm-hmm. Kyrie. They didn't get, <laughs> they didn't get coach, none of them. The coach makes a big difference because he's playing yeah. mad different right now, man. He looks he looks like a ball player. And, he did. And it's, like great, us, it's great for them because they're young and they're able to move their feet and have they have a lot of energy. So, you know, when you got older legs, that's why I always said start from the draft, keep these young players, and build these young players. Yeah. Don't be so quick to push them away. For somebody that been in the league fourteen yep. but, years, but let me tell you, so, go ahead, pop. Go no, ahead. no, no, because what you said was a jewel going right into our next segment. Not Talk next segment, it, but yep. our next storyline we yes. got here. Let's go, James Harden <laughs> and Kyrie Irving. Yes, Whoa. Brooklyn's Kyrie Irving hands the keys to the offense to James Harden. You're the point guard. Now, before I even get into Let's this, go. I need to know Zaz's thoughts on this. What's your thoughts? Is, is is he is is that his team to do that? I mean, like like <laughs> he should be coming it's, to me. What keys he got? It's, it's, it's not, not me, but yeah, yeah, right. yo, Jay. So then we yeah. gonna go to Jay. Yeah, let's go, Jay. The mayor. Listen, here, <laughs> man. Kyrie wants to play off the ball all day. That's his game. That's his game. Harden is gonna disrupt the disrupt the offense and kick it out. That Kyrie wants to shoot that. He wants Shout to play to the JLJ. two. He wants to play the two. Let's let Who me wants score. to play the two. Let me let me Irving, he scores like a two. He wants to play the two until he gotta play defense. But continue on. But they're gonna switch. They they you see what they're doing Ooh, on offense. Uh, they me, switching on offense. So you're gonna switch from green light to yellow light? <laughs> Either one of them don't play defense. <laughs> you see, you yeah. didn't see the game. They played they played like a whole they whole lineup was playing different mm-hmm. players. Kyrie was playing like a small forward. When he played the last game, but they specialized. They, they put the emphasis on the on on the whoever's the heart of their team, whoever's controlling their team. They putting the heart on that. You mean Kevin Durant? And, yeah, Kevin Durant. And okay, they gonna make everybody else work. Hundred percent. Okay, because everybody my else is, is suspect. I'm watch. I'm watching the Nets. Man. Shout out to JOJ. He's watching the Yes Network. Oh God. <laughs> well, I'll tell you my, what. My, my thing is, mm-hmm. you got you um, you got two guys that you can't guard off the dribble, right? More than likely. When James Harden hits you with a move, he's looking to shoot, but he can also dish. When Kyrie hits you with a move, his thought is score. Mm-hmm. So more than likely, it's better that way that James Harden 
So now all of a sudden he's anyway. a facilitator now. Nah. Telling me. Well, once all once these, these guys put him at point guard and and um in Houston, that's where it all started. He was running nah. the point in Houston, but see, he got somebody to pass to now. He got two players on the wing that he could pass to, and he could disrupt and he could shoot himself. Man, but come see, on. Y'all are both correct, but you want to know the real reason why Kyrie Irving said that? Talk about it. Less pressure. It's no, it's not less pressure. James Harden has been running this system for the past five, six years. In Houston, this is a Mike D'Antoni system. Steve Nash ran Mike D'Antoni. He's running Mike D'Antoni. Show me the way. Show me the way. Exactly. So, who better than Harden to run and facilitate the offense and get people with? I didn't even think about that. A scorer is going to be a scorer. Kyrie is a natural scorer, and you know, he he can score any way you give. You you catch him on a spot up. He can hit the spot up jumper. He can hit you in isolation, and he'll score in transition. So. Who better to run the offense than somebody that's experienced in that offense? So he did the grown man thing True. and said, you know what? You take the keys. What I'm going to key? follow your lead. You know I, mean? I mean, what you mean? Good, what key? What you the mean? keys to the offense. Shout out to Steve. That's a man. new offense. I mean, that's a new like a offense. That's a, GM that's right a new there. offense for Kyrie and for KD. You know what I'm saying? They both talented scorers. God damn, they the top. They two of the top ten players in the league. That's a fact. They can, it's like an all-star team over there. Let's keep it a buck. It I hate is. the Nets. Because I wish they was the Knicks right now, but it is what it is. They got an all-star lineup over there. Why not keep a guy that's accustomed to running that offense, keeping him in that position? And the fact that Harden is showing growth by not looking to score as much is what everybody didn't think can happen. Well, and I didn't think it could happen. To me, he's not that... He's not that type of player because even when he was playing, what's the first team he was playing with? with all Oklahoma City Thunder. He was he was doing the same thing. He was coming off the bench. He was more humble then. And then when he was handed the keys, he man, wasn't the full beard then. Nah, and he, he was, was and he, and he was and he was, and he, was, beard he, was like, he was a gunning back then. Nah, because he was in like the first couple years of his deal. It was KD and Russell Westbrook's team. Remember, they came KD and Russell Westbrook came from Seattle together to yeah. Oklahoma City. Right. Sam Presti drafted um, James Harden when they was Oklahoma City. So he was still wet behind the ears back then. And the fact that they had KD and Russell already on big contracts, they wasn't going to pay Harden. That's why he ended up leaving and going to Houston. I think Russell and Harden don't work, though. That that two right there don't work. To me. Now it now doesn't. They, now it doesn't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't now. You know what I mean? Because they barely got a chance to run together like that in OKC. Because like you said, Harden came off on the second um, second unit. But he he was good enough to get them past the Spurs and get them into the finals. <laughs> he was, you know what I'm saying. But you know that's neither here nor there. But that, I the Stills key is, is right. Stills is right. Listen, yeah, I gotta Bob. say a couple things, man. First off, I just want to read what what Kyrie Irving really said. Let's go to to the point of it. He said, "I feel like he's been doing a great job of just managing a point guard role. We established that maybe four days ago. I just looked at him and, and I said." <laughs> You hear this? I just looked at him and said, you're the point guard, and I'm going to play shooting guard. Sounds so high school. That was simple as that. He's been taking control of the responsibilities and doing an incredible job. It just makes my job easier to just go out and play free and just make plays. It's a luxury. It is a luxury, Shout out to the gambler. Just walk in the building. Word. It's a a luxury, he says... uh, and I just want to continue it. It's easy to play on somebody that's willing to compliment your game and be ready to sacrifice. And it's easy to do so for me. I think I've been waiting for this opportunity to show that playing with other great players, not just a 
This guy, he go taking shots again. I, I'm yeah, sorry. Let's, yeah, let's <laughs> not just he killing Braun look, again. He says, "I think I've been waiting for this opportunity to show that playing with other great players, not just Team USA or All Star games, but capable of fitting into a high level group, not just with scoring or passing, just continuing to do the little things and the details win. That's all I'm focused on. This I guy just, is a joke. Nah, no, I'm just, he's speaking sorry. facts. And 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 Gamble, you know, you could chime in on this one because he's. I ain't even going to say he's a Net fan. He's a Nick fan. He's talking about the Nets, but we're talking about the Nets right now. But joke. Kyrie is right. You can't. I can't. Listen, man. Y'all know Kyrie is my man. It's a kid. joke. At the end of the day, I hate the fact that him and KD, who are my favorite players, are on the opposite side of the field. I can't root for them. I don't care. But he's right. He's right. But the fact that he's saying, like, a couple of days ago, he's playing himself. Because at the end of the day, Harden was in that offense for so many years. you got to let him run the offense. And not only that. He's he been it, doing it the whole time. He make it seem like he's been there the whole season. Yeah, like, he who, ain't take two who weeks you, off. Who do you really think off. is coaching yeah. that team anyway? It ain't Steve Nash. What? Who? It ain't Steve Nash ain't coaching that team. No, Steve Nash ain't coaching that team. Steve Nash playing with playing in practice with them. You no, know I think I think Steve Nash is coaching the team, but at the end of the day, that oh, they're not playing any defense. So if, whether it's Nash or Dan Tony, oh, it's still Tony the same. And Stoudemire is there too. So it, somebody over there is coaching that team because they both he played in Dan Tony's system his whole life. Uh huh. They running the same offense. So Dan Tony really ain't got to do nothing because Steve Nash played under that offense for so long. Listen, man, he can do the same thing. We've seen this before. We've seen this before. He is only the face. D'Antoni is, is pulling He's the strings. He's a bum, kid. I don't like I don't care what no. And this is why they're not playing no defense. But this is why they can't stop a nosebleed because D'Antoni ain't preaching that defense. He on Oak. I'm telling you. So, Moke, man, welcome to the show, bro, man. What's Thank up? you for coming through, What's man. What's going on, brother? Yes, sir. Talk about, talk about, give us some insight. Shout out to JOJ over there. Word up, man. Yeah, man, word up, man. So, what's your insight on the net so far, man, this season, man? What do you see? I think Brooklyn's very fortunate to be able to get, you know, three players of that caliber. Doesn't happen often. Uh, possibly three players with this offensive firepower hasn't, you know, that hasn't happened probably in decades and decades and decades. Maybe we could go back to, like, Will Elgin, Baylor, Jerry West, something crazy. Right. Trio Will like Clive that. Frazier and Earl Pearl. Yeah. Yeah, they were tremendous. But these guys, I mean, as far as, you know, having scoring champ, they weren't scoring champions on the same team. And people that have really been transcending players, not, taking nothing from Earl, taking nothing from Clyde. But this is a little different, right? Yeah, this, yes, is, sir. this is even like a step further than what Golden State yeah. had put together, yeah, right? Yeah. And the only reason why they're even going to struggle this year and probably won't be a seasoned team like the Lakers because they just didn't have enough time to put it all together. Mm. We're going to talk about D'Antoni. We're going to talk about the fact they have no defensive intensity, things of that nature. But guess what? We're only mentioning that because they haven't constructed a team with guys that are paid to do that, like a Montreal. Mm. You know, you know, yeah. LeBron has those scrappy pieces. Yeah, he knows yeah. what he needs all the time. He yeah. says, "Give me one of those, one of those, one of those." Always. How you how you gonna get to the yep. championship? Always this is what I need. See, yes. he's not just throwing it up in the air like Brooklyn. Right. He's yeah. just throwing it up in the air. Right. Yeah, LeBron yeah, yeah. strategic with what he wants. He don't want too much. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he know he still has to run the show. Yes. You know, and the personality. Not to switch gears, but the personality. Like Anthony Davis is good for him because he don't want to be the man anyway. You know his game is a one, but he don't. Uh, he could care like he good, just chilling. That's a you fact. You know Kyrie's not. That's He's the opposite. Kyrie's like, I want. I want PYP. I want HP. His position. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Word up. But I just want to double back on what y'all guys were saying. 
I said weeks ago, just watching it develop organically. Um, James Harden is the point guard. Yeah. He is the why. What, what does that really mean? Meaning he's the guy that's coming in willing to sacrifice because he know for his legacy he got to win the championship. He got to no win. question. Yeah. No question. Kyrie already has it. Fact. He's on that bullshit. So does that's Durant. <laughs> and Durant has it, but he, he's on a different level. He like whatever. Mm-hmm. Call me, call me when y'all need me. That's a fact. Because y'all that's know when the fact. chips is down, I'm getting the rock. Don't play yourself. That's a fact. Man. <laughs> I don't For care real. how many seventy point games you have. <laughs> That's <laughs> a fact. I, I done daggered LeBron several times, twice, and you haven't. <laughs> so, you know, I think that all works itself out, and it all depended on Kyrie Irving. And now that you see he's on off the ball, now he can do what he does. He's exactly. Not, he, fuck the jump shots, B. Go kill. Yeah, exactly. We could let Durant and Harden and Joe Harris and yeah. all those guys shoot the jumpers. Exactly. Do what you do exactly. and play nineties. NBA ball. That's a fact. Kyrie mm-hmm. wants that two position, man. He nah, wants that. He two. really got to play defense in that it's, two position. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there we go. We going no, back to that switch. again. Right. And I don't. Switch. I don't think that's going to be fixed this year. No, no and that's so. why they're going to. I think they might get to the finals because the East is tough. Yes, and feel like Philly's playing crazy, but yes. I, yes. and Atlanta can pull an upset. Yeah, yeah. They're deep, but I, I think this year. And they're gonna they're yeah. gonna hide Kyrie, man. He's not gonna play their best <laughs> offensive player. But man. you know he what? Can't do that. So who will? He, he can't didn't, do that. Kyrie didn't play. You he gotta put Harden on or, 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 or Durant. Kyrie El Toro defense. Oh, <laughs> Matador <laughs> defense. Kyrie didn't um, control the ball when he was in Cleveland. Broad he played off the ball. Broad exactly. So this is, no, this is no. This it's is no. This is not different. a new role for him at yeah. all. He's so, just trying to strong arm the situation. Exactly. Because he does stuff like that sometimes. But he's going to have to move off the ball. Plus, that's where he's going to shine. Yes. Harden's already willing to go 18, 9, and 10 every exactly. night. Yeah. And that's a big drop off from scoring after 35 30, 30, games. 30, and not exactly. for nothing, just to speak on his stats a little bit, for the Let's past go. month, for the past month, just to reel out some of his stats, against the Heat January 25th, he had 8 assists. To 27 against the Hawks, 15 assists. Against the Thunder, 11 assists. He mm-hmm. didn't play against the Wizards. The Clippers, he had 14 assists. Mm-hmm. Raptors, 12. That's my point. He was already the he point was guard. Playing. He lead the league, right? Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. playing serious, dishing out the ball. So you got to say, you know, and like I said, this is the point where Kyrie wasn't even there anyway. So who are you to give up the key? I don't know. Let me stop. Nah. I'm going to stop. Because, so, it, so, you know, y'all get his so, more nah. props. I give him props. I give him his props. You know who else gives him his props? Who? Rod Strickland. You got to. And Kyrie Irving, as as Kyrie per Rod Strickland. Godfather, right? Yes, that's his godfather. Kyrie Irving, according to Rod Strickland, he said Kyrie Irving is the most skilled player in mm-hmm. NBA history. Rod Strickland, like my man Mo just said, the godfather of Kyrie Irving dubbed the net star as the most skilled player in the NBA. In the history of the NBA. Oh, that word course. skilled, I, I always have a problem with that word because it's a yeah. new, it's a newer word that we grew up yes. actually using. Yes. Let's go. Like he's skilled because that's that's the word they used to put du- Luka Doncic in the NBA MVP yes. race. And yes. The word skilled is is comes with the new metrics. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Exactly. That's handled. So it's, exactly. So it's a little different. You know what I mean? I don't know if he's the most skilled. It's quite possible. Now he the said, things he does is ridiculous. Now this is what he said. He <laughs> said the net star has often been described as the greatest ball handling ball handler. In NBA history, the likes of Tim Hardaway Sr. Allen Iverson has also praised his handle as a thing of beauty. Kyrie Irving seems to have the ball on a string whenever he's dribbling down the court. There's been a couple a, guys like that, though. Yeah, he yeah. said his ability to switch directions with a tight handle is entirely in a league of his own. Mm. He said if you're talking about skill and talent, you have to mm. tell me about, and this is Rod Strickland. He said if you're talking about skill and talent, 
You have to tell me about another player. You can't tell me about another player in NBA history who's as skilled or talented as Kyrie Irving. He said yeah. the great Isaiah Thomas. I've seen him before. That'd be blasphemous. He said I've seen him before That's the bad boy about. image. That's what they forget. When about. Yeah, when he first came in the league, he said I've seen him in Chicago at the Push Excel Basketball Classic. So I've seen Isaiah do some things. Okay. So if you want to name Isaiah skills wise, cool. But other than that, it's hard to place anyone else above Kyrie. And I agree because Isaiah Thomas was a problem. Um, Isaiah Thomas was a problem. I I don't agree. I I don't agree. Isaiah, I agree on that, but. Has Kyrie ever averaged twenty five and ten in the season? Mm. Of course not. He's not averaged twenty five and ten, but he's probably averaged twenty five. Kyrie, Kyrie's not a. Uh, he's a scorer. He's right. a natural my, scorer. My point is, Tim Hardaway's done that a few times. So you're saying that Tim Hardaway is more skilled than Kyrie Irving? No, he's up there though. Mm. Going with Isaiah, any 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 he play that had, ever where he had to also share the like he he. None of those point guards from back then could ever go in like these guys do now. No way. Like nah, a Trey Young just well, they just come into the league and start taking twenty shots a game. Because yeah. if Isaiah Thomas, some guy, I'm talking about, you, it don't even have to be an Isaiah Thomas, a Gary Payton, anybody. If they were allowed to play their game, like you see how Charlotte let Melo Ball come mm-hmm. in and play his game, Melo mm-hmm. Ball would have never made it ten years ago. No, that's a fact. Because he's going to have to adjust to how the coach wanted to run his game. When they have certain players now, they just let them come in and do their thing. They yeah. never let guys do that. Kobe had to earn his stripes. Yeah, that's then a they fact. want to use that against him as if he couldn't <laughs> have gone on a bum team and averaged 25 a game that's and a shot fact. 42% mm-hmm. as a rookie. He mm-hmm. could do- that's a that fact. wouldn't have been a challenge for Kobe Bryant, but nah, fact. he came into a system with a Hall of Famer that was there. Veterans. Killers. That's I'm a talking fact. about second tier Hall of Fame talent guys, and you have to wait a minute. That's a fact. That's then when, a he fact. Got it, and when, when he had his first shot, they talk about shooting the air ball. Yeah. What type of pressure do you think he was under? Yeah. 18 at that. But he was willing to take it. Yeah. Full straight. And not for nothing, he, he came back the next year. Beast mode. Yes, that. indeed. Too. He came back. Tell beast the whole mode. story. So, Pop, I see you got some numbers over there. Talk yeah. about Yo, it. I just. Talk about I it. I pulled up some numbers on Kyrie Irving, man. For his career so far, he's 22.6 points per game, 5.7, 5.7 assists per game, and 3.7 rebounds. That's Ray Allen numbers. Facts. That- that's just straight up Ray Allen numbers. Yeah. Facts. Me. But the, is that the numbers of the most talented person ever in the league? Most skilled. Most skilled, oh yeah. The, the, me, the we, most we, talented we person that. that we've ever seen uh-huh. play basketball, that I've ever seen play mm-hmm. basketball, is LeBron James, hands down. Got to give it to him. I, I give it to LeBron. I, I would say him and KD, because whoever seen a guy KD's height with the speed that he has, with the handle that he has, the jump shot that he has. KD is probably the most talented scorer that I've ever seen outside of Carmelo Anthony. Right. Right. And I and, and I would give the slight edge to Melo because Melo would bang you down low on the post pause. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So back to the basket. To, so since no. we're talking about skilled, uh-huh. right? Let's go. Skilled. Yes. Right? We're not talking about athleticism. Handle passing. Where's like Bird coming then? Uh-huh. You talking about skills, Dang. right? Yes. Yes. I this only I'm just talking about the word skill. Yes. Yes. He might not fall in my top ten on time, but Let's There's go. He could not do. Yeah, yeah. That's a fact. And he was six nine, but, and he can't jump, quote unquote, right? Yeah, right. but we saw the skills for his career. Thank you. Yes, right. yes. But I just want to throw that in there. But nah, when that's, you say that's skilled, a fact. When you say skilled, I mean skilled in what? Right. Now you got to get deeper. Skilled now, in what? Like okay. skilled in defense. Okay, so because Dennis so, Rodman was so, tremendous at getting the people rebounding. But go ahead. So if you look at the NBA All Star Game, the Skills Challenge, right? Yes. What does that consist of? 
It consists of the passing. Okay. The bounce passing, which uh-huh. is the most important to yes. me. The uh the layup, uh-huh. the shot. Um, dribbling. Dribbling. And the dribbling, right. Across, yes. uh, uh, going in between the cones. There you go. That's your definition of what they they call like skill. That. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they gotta go through an obstacle, dribble through the obstacle. But Pop Ross was saying what about that's not defensive though. Right. It's not. So so that's that's when that's when guys like Kobe and Mike start to separate and LeBron start to separate. Say that again, please. Because <laughs> that's that the is point. what I'm talking about. With Col- guys like Kobe, Mike and LeBron start mm-hmm. to separate from everybody else cuz they play both sides of the ball with effectively equally effective. Yeah. Yes. 100%. And, and most guys just don't like a hard, yeah. you know they, they do it when they want to do it. Yes, when fact. they feel like playing deep. Here's that's the thing, Durant. Here's the thing, and, and you know, I like to bring it back to Allen Iverson. A lot of I've been watching Allen Iverson when he was One in college. Favorites. One of my favorite players ever. Killer, and man. you know what? They, people, oh, you know, the knock on him is his attitude. But yo, let me tell you, kid, he left it all out there. Yo, you talking about he used to play defense in the backcourt. Like, as soon as you get the ball, he was there. Full court. Facts. You feel what I'm saying? After he just got waxed on right? the layup. Yeah. No, no yes. call, no call. Yes. Got pummeled and Flipped. made it. Yes. <laughs> Flip. He don't look at the ref. He was like this. Let's go. Yeah. I seen Come that. On, man. I seen that man drive I, to I, the hole and get knocked out the air by Shaq and get right back up. That's on. a fact. Nah, he AI was play with strawberries yeah. on his legs. See, the, the contusions but, yeah, on his legs. Nah, but on, you got to understand the difference between AI and all of these other guys. Is AI was a dual sport guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a football. Football. Player. He yeah. was fo- football was first. Yeah, yeah he was basketball was quarterback. Exactly. Out of Bethel in Hampton. He outside of Michael two quarterback Vick. in the country. Outside mm. of Michael Vick. Like, he just, mm. they would go out there in Hampton just to see um, him get wrecked in the football game. They mm-hmm. knew it was light because mm-hmm. he, he was just a crazy basketball player, came up through Bull Williams. Yes. You know those great basketball players out mm-hmm. there? 100%. You know, so, he, man, Bubba Chuck. 100%. I remember. And you know, and you know who else? You know who else? Uh, you know who else? You know who else is a, skill, yeah, is a yeah, skills yeah. player that nobody talks about? Well, we talk about. Mm-hmm. Marbury. That's another one. Another and people front on step. Performer. Since young, too. Shout out to Pops. He's finally seeing the light. Because yeah, I've been it. talking about this for years now. And everybody in here was talking about Vaseline. And I watched the kid the from light. Coney. If you yes. get a chance, get it. Kid from Coney Island. Out. Yes. And, hey, and it really yes. opened my eyes to a Safe. lot of things. He was definitely skilled in a lot of things. He was skilled. Boy. He he played both sides of the ball, how we were saying earlier. He and did. then on top at of that. Six two, at 6'2". Right? 6'2". And then he had a heart. He had a losing record in the NBA, though. Huh? He had a losing record in the NBA. That's the price you got to pay when you come to a lottery team in the NBA, man. He should have stayed in Minnesota. But, but, but he didn't mm. even still. He didn't even come up in a time when he had that type of power mobility. Some players' whole careers are changed. And destroyed because they went to the wrong teams. And I tell you, yep. Stephon Marbury, that's one of those careers. He should have never had gone to Minnesota, mm. right? Stephon Marbury, and this is a true story, he cried the first two weeks he was down there. Facts. Calling home. And like, I, I can't believe this. I got stuck out in the middle of nowhere. It's yeah. like 20 degrees out here. It's snowing. It's Nothing crazy. There's no black people out here. There's no swag out here. Thank you. And they treat me like a burger talking about KG the man. And- and that's what I was telling And his people. whole career was downhill since then because he played with a chip. He came home to a dysfunctional situation. Yes. Yeah. You can't you can't come from New York City, him. go to Georgia, Atlanta, and, and, and then go to Minnesota? 
He, had, At he, he was too good old? for to go to Minnesota. Exactly. I, I'm sorry, to, just to say what it was. Yeah. But they had a good. He was too they good had a good, a good team there. They just couldn't beat. He was a different Kobe. kind of star though. But what I didn't no, know, they did. They did. What they I didn't in know. Seven games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, him, him and KG, him and KG together, they were terrorists. Yeah. What I didn't and know was that him and KG was cool though. Yeah, they were cool. They were. They were. I didn't know that. KG and Kobe, which increases that, which increases that that team. So was Avard and Jeter. Until right. the to the magazine article, Ooh. right? So, so Marbury didn't leave best friend, didn't leave Minnesota best friends with KG. I guarantee you that. That's, That's a, a fact. fact. He started That's to feel away. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> once that NBA <laughs> money hit different. Once yeah. once um KG got um, KG he got, got paid. that hundred, and he and didn't Marbury's get like, "What's up?" It and they give and, they, and you gonna offer me sixty eight? Mm. He was like, nine. Nah, which was accurate for the time. Yeah, because I don't think they had max. Um, contracts that nah, they, they could have both did. gave they him did. max deal, yeah. but yes. back then, if you're looking at the equivalent of impact franchise player, the fact that KD was a once in a lifetime player, Marbury was an incredible talent. Yeah. KD once in a lifetime, KD's worth 100 million, Marbury worth about 70. Y'all get together, make it happen, win a chip, then you can get your money yep. later. But it was an ego thing, yeah. And the NBA, all like about Penny ego. Hardaway and yes. Shaq, yeah. Yes. But and, and Marbury's biggest deal was 89 million because that was the contract that the Knicks inherited poor, when they made poor the Steph. trade. Yes. Word up, man, for real. But yo, before and then we he go, got his legend in, in China anyway. So word, but yes, championships and statues for sure. Let's go. Word. Before we go to this DJ J mini mix, man, I wanted my man Moke to come out, man, and promote his little book, man. That's why I told him to come up here, man. You know yeah. what I mean? We show love up here, man. Yeah, thanks. So man. Moke, man, please introduce yourself and tell everybody about your book that you got going on. What's up, uh, Jr. Gamble, aka Los Gigantes? That's my pseudo name for the book. Um. This is the book, The High Heat, right here. Um, it's, it's it's an interesting book. You know, it was written a while ago, actually, at a, at a transitional period of my life over two years. I say from um, 2000, end of 99, 2000, about 2002. So that's a long time ago, right? Yeah. But it's you know, has to do with things I observed, things that were going on in my life, transition period. Um, it's how I saw life back then, what I, what I thought of life and... What I was going through is, you know, it's, it's, it's basically 38 poems, mm. but they're like stories, right? And it's it's every day, though, during that time, every couple of days I was writing. So you get some insight into emotionally how I was feeling. You know, you got to be ready to deal with a lot of emotions with this book. But the good thing about it is you really form your own view. You really form your own view mm. about what I'm, what I'm talking about, exactly what's going on. But you can always sense whatever it is I'm talking about. I have four chapters in the book. Um, the first chapter is Melting Palm Trees. That has a couple poems. They all, I can't even say they're all about the same thing, but they're along the same line. So that's um, as far as how you probably will react emotionally or what you would think, mm -hmm. think about it. Mm -hmm. And then the second chapter is um, Untouchable Silicone Tits and Southern wow. Hospitality. Boy. <laughs> uh, Junior looked up like Yo, so <laughs> What? That's the, that's the second what? chapter So you know You get an idea Word, of things. And then the third one was Metrics of Modern Love That's kind of about Situations with women Women in my family Women mm. I met a, a, along the way Or the love of a brother The love yeah. Different types of love you No know question I mean? No question And then halftime Is the final Um chapter and that's just i speak about different things and yeah. you know historical references for the time and you know it's where could you find the book yes indeed let everybody well, know yep the high heat by los gigantes you can find it on amazon 
Um, you can find it on Barnes and Nobles. Tremendous. You can get it on um my, my at my publish my publisher's company Exibris L X L I B R I S dot com Exibris dot com and uh, eBay Books and um you know you can hit me up because I got a couple oh, copies well, as well and the Kindle the Kindle is very good to get because the Kindle is only five dollars. So, Shout out to Kim. Well, the bearded one is hitting him up for a book, y'all. Word Make up. sure y'all check him out. Word That's what up. I'm talking about. Thank you. Thank Word, man. I'm going to need a signed copy of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. No doubt. No doubt. That's how we roll over I'm here, baby. That. Word the mother, man. Yeah. So yeah. on that note, man, don't forget the number to call in is 516-206-0711. We about to take it to a DJ, J.O.J. Future Phenoms mix. Ooh, don't forget, every week, 4 to 6, Bars and Who's Radio. Check in with us. Let's get it. Type rap, you need to listen with your mask on. Now I'm worth a quarter ticket Put a quarter in my backies Give a quarter to my bitches Ever since a quarter century I've been raking up the digits All these dollars out of quarters I should give a course in vending Bought the Razorbacks like Arkansas Then Butcher taught me blending Turn a four into a seven Then you hit the black and kill it That's how I fed my mama And three other little siblings Not to mention my children Shit, everybody winning Took a gamble just to get here The risk takers gonna get this Or I'm getting a checkerboard A.K.A. a big square Break it down in fair chances Then we going square dancing From Charlotte back to New York and Miami Like I'm Ant Mason Black soprano family with the leverage is impeccable You rappers is unethical Turn niggas to vegetables Matter of fact, nigga shoot yourself with it Plexico shells hotter than Mexico Feel it on your chest like a stethoscope I love the game, I'm from the streets I survived some murder beef Ever since then I play for keeps I'm shooting everywhere the laser blink Drums on a 223 Shutting down the motor on the V So be careful riding down the streets And nigga bring your biggest gun When you think you're running down on me I'm with some niggas that'll die for me You gotta look me in the eyes When you tell me you gon' ride for me It's time to tell my side of the story A nigga came off the bench But I got rings like Robert Dory I made movies but ain't recorded Sprayed 30 some shells Clear the scene before it get reported Moving cautious, I can't afford it Raised by them real trenches Catch a body and you get rewarded Pushing grams, trying to make a fortune Had a couple bad runs Like the Bills when they had lost me I need the Roly with the bezel frosting Having triple beam dreams Reminiscing when I sold frosting Me and my ops like LA and Boston I thought of that one on a plane On a flight from LA to Boston Sipping Douce with the double crosses The way we do you think it's voodoo So be careful for you double crosses You run your mouth, my guns Talking, place a bounty on your head. Now yeah, you just a look, dead man. Told me talking. I'm was fire, cause I ain't throw my phone away yet. I meant deep the hustler instinct and go away yet. I kept a hammer and a bubble coat on the east side of Buffalo. The 40 made me trigger happy, my plug made me comfortable. Hit the lot and I'm copping, ain't nothing to guess about the shit. I don't even know the price, I need the test dry the whip. When you were stressed by the bitch, my team was fresh out of brick. Copping in Miami, at the best west by the strip. And bitch hit my phone. And she don't want nothing specific Hoes know I'm ballin' like the U.S. in the Summer Olympics I played the strip till the mail came in Chanel fragrance, hell raising Nigga, my hood full of shell casings from 12 gauges Let's see who really rivals, if your city really follows I'm in a lab writing ash and then an empty Henny bottle I had a spot in all hoods, had my pockets all full So rap made me more political, like Pac before Suge This flow got me enemies, I don't speak to half y'all I 
got weaker rap squads doing features half off, yeah. No cops when I hit the scene, popped up with Rick and Heen. Mask, no vest, just a mop like Mr. Clean. real Big DSF, nigga. All my niggas is copos, nigga. We take this black soprano shit serious. Real shit. Shout out my nigga City Boy. My nigga Rick Haheen. Produced by Shea, you a fool, nigga. Ah. 2020 mine, nigga. <laughs> Like we're the same I won't even acknowledge you If you never made a name In these streets yourself Without your OG's help You still playing When it's real pain You know we felt Free to rip Red bandana Blue bandana Red bandana Blue bandana Brand new beat Brand new hammer I clean up the streets I got banners Red bandana Blue bandana Red bandana Blue bandana Brand new beat Brand new Get your ass on. Love and bangin' shit, bangin' what's 
cool. Oh. Remember taking off a cap, the 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 cap, Back to live action. Shout out to DJ JOJ for that mini mix. So we reached a part of our show. We're going to get into this NFL talk, man. Even though the the GOAT has brought home his seventh Super Bowl championship. Easy with the GOAT. <laughs> we you still, don't want to hear that we noise. Still, we still going to talk a little football, man. So, Zah, man, set it off, man. Talk about this J.J. Watt situation. The Texans defensive end J.J. Watt has mutually agreed to part ways. The five-time Pro Bowl announced Friday in a shared video he released with ownership. I have sat down with the McNair family and I asked them for my release. We have mutually agreed to part ways at this time. About a dozen teams have reportedly expressed interest in signing Watt, who is now an unrestricted, unrestricted free agent. Mm. Among the teams interested are the Browns, Steelers, Bills, and Titans, as per ESPN's Ed Werder. Watt, 33, has been a member of the Texans since he was selected with the number 11 pick with the 2011 NFL Draft. In his 10 years with Houston, Watt was named first-team first All-Pro five times and won the Walter Payton Man of, the, Man of the Year Award in 2017. Watt was set to enter the final season of his six-year $10 million contract with the, with the Texans. Six year, ten million dollars. Six year, ten million. That's nothing. Yeah, that's yeah. nothing. Yeah, I'll be out too. Yeah, six <laughs> year, ten million. That's nothing. Kids, peanuts. For, man, listen, he got raw. Come on, he definitely got raw. At yeah. this point, Watt said he's ex- he's excited and looking forward to a new opportunity, but says it will be tough to move on from what has been his home for the past ten seasons. He's done a lot in Houston, man. He's done a lot in Texas, man. When things was going on, the Black Lives Matter movement, and you know. He was one of the first to step up, man. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And, and and stick his neck out for the brothers. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, he had to do that because yeah. you need allies on, on, on that side yeah. of the plate whenever you out there trying to make some change. But his accolades are crazy, man. Three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year, 2012, 2014, 2015. Five-time first-team first All-Pro. Five-time Pro Bowler. Two, two-time NFL Sack Leader. Unanimous NFL 2010 All-Decade Team. Damn. You know what I'm saying? This dude, accolades was crazy, and he was only getting how much? Six? Ten million? Ten million. For six years? And not for nothing, to point it out there, he's also been one of them kind of guys that's really like, like really established that he works hard. Yeah. Boy, he does. J.J. Watt works hard. A whole lot. He took one of the most iconic pictures ever in the NFL when he's standing there. And his fa- he had a cut above his nose. Yeah. He's standing and the blood is dripping down his face. Yeah. And he's like, so what? You know, yeah, yeah. With the, with yes. the helmet up. Yes. If it's one person that I thought was going to make Clowney better, uh, Jadavian Clowney was better, supposed to be, was, was, supposed to be was J.J. Watt. Yeah. Because I thought that he would pick up some of his work ethic. Yeah. Not man. only, and it, it didn't work for Clowney. Definitely but, didn't work. But maybe Clowney saw something in the organization that he didn't like. He was motivated by money at the end of the day, man. His motor coming in from college yeah. was that. Money he didn't on have my a high mind. motor. You know what I'm saying? Money so, on my mind. You know, first, he, he was about the bag. He's a bag-motivated player. And the, the first thing the these guys is looking at is taking care of their family when they're coming fresh out. Everybody's know. looking about taking care of their family True. and friends. You but I got to point this out, though. Jadavian Clowney was the number one, was going to be the number one pick in the NFL at that time. So yeah. he was going to get the, the big signing bonus yeah. and the big contract anyway. But yeah. to get back to J.J. Watt. When you look at some of the places that he probably would benefit, and the first place that really comes to mind, yeah. I'm a Giants fan, but I won't put him there. Nah. 
the L.A. Rams. I'm not going to put Could you in. imagine that? I, if he goes to the L.A. Rams, they're going to win. How about this? What if he goes to Tampa Bay? Oh, I'm a, he go Listen, he's been in Houston this whole time. Have you ever been to Houston? The weather is Houston. tremendous. Never been lucky enough. The weather is beautiful. The women are even better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The only other place that I see him going uh-huh. is to another warm climate place like a Miami. He's at the tail end of his career. Or, or, or Tampa Bay, by the way. By Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I don't see him going anywhere else. Can they pay him? They got a lot of big names well, over. The, well, they, yeah, they, that's well. Look, he just came off. He's his it's, career is almost over. He's he not going to demand a lot of money. Hey, listen, he can always stay in Texas, and he's going to want a ring. And, and if just you follow down, the Brady just train, come down to Arlington. <laughs> Cow, Cowboys fan. He can there, always man. stay in Texas. Listen, man, let me tell you something, man. He's not. He's he's out of he's out of Texas. He's not staying there. He's going. No, he's out. Of he's Houston. going for a ring now. He can come to Dallas. I don't think he's going to go to Pittsburgh because his brother's there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's projecting that he's probably going to go there. Or, yeah. You may wind up in Kansas City. Ooh. That that may be it. Rival Mahomes, but right now, the Brady train is hot and everybody's on it. So is the Mahomes You know what I'm saying? And I think that if they had him, come on, you got Andamakin Sue, J.J. Watt. Come on. Jason Pierre-Paul. Come on. Come on, kid. That's not, they're not Yo, even playing no on. more. They're not breaking that, a sweat. Listen, so, so all so, Brady got to do is manage the game. That's so, it. So, they so, going to lose Godwin. So would, you say, so, would you say if that happened and they win, the defense won that championship? I, I would never say that. I know. I know because you know where I'm yeah, going. Yeah, because you know where I'm going. It's right? a team win. It's, a it's team not a sport. defensive yeah. Remember, man. There's no fo- such yo, thing. Like I told y'all before, man, football is a hard cap sport. It's impossible to have the first, second, and third best player on the same team like the NBA. They they definitely have yeah. way more control over their league than the NBA does. Yeah. I hate to say it. And you know what? Even I was talking to my, my son the other day. You know, I love my son. Braylon. Shout to Braylon. I said to him, I said, you know, basketball players make more than football players. He said, wow, they do all the work. Shout out to Braylon for understanding at seven. Understanding at seven years old that, like, yo, NFL is a hard, hard job. Sport. Word Not really. You feel what I'm saying? They only play one side of the ball. Like like when they were making these comparisons about Brady to Jordan. Brady Brady only it's plays offense. Play one side of the Jordan ball. plays defense and offense. Can you play that one side of the ball? I just chopped a lot of dudes up. Oh, Yo, here we go. Oh, God, man. Here we go. Chopped a lot of dudes up. I know, man. You're gone too far, man. All you there for is just to take the ball out and pass it. Get out of my way, man. <laughs> yeah. With that two-hand jump shot. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Zog bringing basketball into the football topic, man. Mm-hmm. Leave it to Zog. But Boy. move it along, Pop. Let's talk about somebody else that might be on the move, man. Oh, Russell Wilson. A.K.A. He finally got his nuts out the sand. Oh, Jesus my Christ. God. <laughs> A.K.A. 2015, 2019 A.C. Green. Son. Yo, chill. I love her. I love her. Shout out to A.C. Green. I love her. He putting them babies out like crazy, man. Whispered in the air that she's celibate. Whispered <laughs> back in the air. We don't have to go there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he trying to turn her into a baby-making factory now. Hey, you know what, kid? He pent up. But listen, Thanks. Russell Wilson. Now, we've all heard uh, what's been going on this week thus far. After the Super Bowl, Russell Wilson had a lot of complaints. There's a lot of trade rumors that were circulating with him. One of the complaints was, was that he was being sacked entirely too much. And as of right now, his sack total 
for eight years on the dash. is 394, <laughs> which is ridiculous. It's hilarious. <laughs> Shout out to Future. And, and you know, he, he paying these cats to go after. 200 miles on the dash. <laughs> Bowling late March Madness. For those who don't know why this guy's coming from the peanut gallery, yes, Ciara <laughs> did deal with Future first. Mm. But Russell Wilson came in with the bag, and she said, "Forget, forget your rap money. <laughs> I need that football bag. player Word money." Word the mother, man. But, but anyway, continue on. Three hundred and ninety-four sacks he's experienced his whole career. Now we're gonna go into the NFL. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Mm-hmm. Three hundred and ninety-four mm-hmm. career sacks. That's a lot Russell for eight Wilson, years. Three hundred and ninety-four times he's been sacked. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's crazy. All right, now, that's enough. We gonna get into. We gonna get into. I know my word. Now we're gonna get into the to, to the to the number one player that's been sacked the most, Brett Favre. Yeah, from well, nineteen ninety one to two thousand and ten, five hundred and twenty five seconds. Did y'all hear that span of that career? Five hundred. How many? From nineteen ninety one to two thousand and ten, a nineteen almost twenty year uh, career. He's been sacked five hundred and twenty five times. That's ridiculous. Let, but let's that do the, comp- cons- the the comparison, Russell. Russell Wilson. Wilson. That's not present though. Time you said from one time from 1991 to 2010. <laughs> that's a long time. That's okay. Okay. One. Okay. T- he's had two NFL players who have led the league in sacks. Who have won the the, the, the sacks leading of that year? Warren Sapp and Michael Strahan sack. Crazy. Yeah. Facts. And they both made their career off of him. That's a fact. What? <laughs> That's a fact. Tom Brady at number two. 521 sacks for his career. 2000 to 2020. Or 2020. And what was that number again? 2000 to no, 2020. No, no, no. 521. And say Russell Wilson's again? 394. <laughs> wow. Think about that. <laughs> and you know what? And we ain't going to yeah. get into the other ones. We could. I'm going to go down the list a little bit. John Elway. 1983 to 1998. 516. Ben Roethlisberger, 516. In five years? Yeah. Two, <laughs> yeah. No, 1983 to 98. Yeah. 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 Shout out to the R.E. kids. Shout out to those R.E. kids. I can show you my class picture. You in it. But you got to look at guys like, you look at guys like Randall Cunningham, 1985 to 2001, 484 sacks. So when you look at... Russell Wilson, and you know mm-hmm. I want to, and, and you know I, I hate to tie this into race, <laughs> and I, and I'm really not, but a lot of black or African American quarterbacks, it seems like they just like when they in the pocket, it's just they could care less about them. Shout out to Ice Cube and Higher Learning. You know, listen, high, high say, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, run, run. I'm gonna say the word. Run. But what I really want to point out is is, is, is is it the fact that Russell Wilson is mobile is why he's taking most of these hits? Is that what it is? Because Tom Brady, no. we all know Tom Brady staying in the pocket. No, but actually Russell Wilson is is a patient guy. He's not one of the, he's not he's not a Lamar Jackson type. He's not looking to run first. He's always looking to make the big play. That's yeah. a fact. That's his problem. He holds the ball a little bit too long. You know what I'm saying? He's like mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger. That's why Roethlisberger is up there as well because he holds the ball too long. Right. Russell Wilson is 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 accurate as a mother. Right. 
And I think a lot of it, a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's been lacking an offensive line yes. for more than half yes. of his career in the NFL. And this is one of the reasons why he's been popping up in trade rumors because they've gotten to the point where he's like, "Yo, you know what? If you can't put an offensive line around me, I don't want to play here." And you know what? I believe he's a hundred percent right. Wilson, fresh off winning this year's Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award, made waves with his words for the first time in his NFL career because he's never really went to the media about anything. He's expressed frustration with the number of sacks he has taken since he started his career. It's the most in the NFL in that time. Two of the Seahawks soon-to-be free agents are cornerback Shaquille Griffin and his twin brother linebacker Shaquem Griffin, and they're prepared to do what needs to be done in this offseason. But a lot, a lot of the talk has still been around Russell Wilson and how they need to form an offensive line around him. What's your thoughts on that? Zai, we're going to start with you. What's, what, what's your thoughts on Russell Wilson and the, and the current situation with the Seahawks? I don't think he's going nowhere. I think, I think they'll do what needs to be done to keep him there. Okay. Um, Seattle had a, had a um, lot of years of mediocrity before he got Zah. there. The other guy was decent. I forgot the um, quarterback before um, the um, the boy had ca- the boy. Oh had man, the- and his brother was a commentator. Yeah, and then they were they were decent with him, and then Russell came, and they won. But before that, it was years of mediocrity. So I don't. I, I think they'll do what they got to do to keep him there. Well, we also got to remember that before he, he, he uh, Russell Wilson wasn't drafted very high. One of the reasons was I believe because they didn't believe in him at that time. But he went and he beat Matt Flynn out for the starting job in Seattle. So after that, he's pretty much been the man there, and he's been the man there for years. He's been he's been the greatest athlete for the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. He's been the greatest spokesperson for them. He's been clean. He's done everything he needs to do. So I feel like if this man has any problem with that team, it needs to be addressed. I he also has I, a no trade clause, and he got a, a big bag, mm-hmm. big 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 bag. He got money. Remember I that contract? Hey, yes. Seattle. True. We got a deal. I, so, I, yeah, he's you stuck. know that that um. Draft thing I don't really mess with too much in NFL because you got guys. Tom Brady was the sixth round, yeah. And look at him; he turned out to be one of the greatest. Yeah. So you know, people be in the first round and they bust. So, and it's a big rumor out there right now. Too, oh yeah, it's a big about a, a fourteen trade with including the Jets and the the Texans. Hey, right, that's what and, I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, we gonna get, get Russell. Oh, we getting Russell. Don't get your hype. Don't get your don't get your hopes up too high over there, Jay. You know what I mean? The Jets are still gonna be the B U M S. Don't get too Yo, hype we over get there. Russell, we going to the Super Bowl, man. Well, listen, no you need doubt. a lot more than Russell. Yeah, well, look, I tell you what, Junior, Junior had to look at you like, well, what is he talking about? I tell you, what did you say? Man? I I tell you what, this that that blockbuster trade that you're talking about. Let's go. We got the New York Jets will receive Russell Wilson. Yes. San Francisco 49ers will receive Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Oh. Houston Texans will receive Sam Darno, three first-round picks, and one second-round pick. And the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> and the Seattle Seahawks will receive Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Bosa, and two first-round picks. And Mimi who? Wow. Mimi who? But what, she coming with Jimmy, right? Oh, that's not Mimi. What's um, her name? Shout um, out to Kimora something. Shout out no, to Zion. No, no. 
Kiara. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Shout here's the thing. Oh, star Jimmy. What do y'all think of that? <laughs> what do y'all think of that trade thus far? Like, I mean, like, does it sound like it's fair for I every team? That. Somebody I love that. It sounds crazy. fair to me. Nah, oh my God. Yeah, of course <laughs> it sounds fair to you. You ready to get rid of Sam Darno? When they get rid of first round picks, Jimmy G don't care. He stole a bag from 49ers anyway. Let me tell you something. Nobody wants Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. The 49ers only want Jimmy Garoppolo right now. Why not? Because he underachieved, man. At the end of the day. They paid this man off of seven good games. He's he's hardly he even played in San Francisco. Plus. He Two. hardly played in San Francisco. They want him out of there. Yeah. He's not been mobile. That's what made me appreciate Eli Manning a lot more. Say it again. Looking at Danny. No, no, no. Listen, I don't like Eli. You know, I, I hated the fact that, you know, we didn't take Rivers. But we still got two championships with Eli. I'm not complaining. But he was durable. <laughs> Daniel Jones? Is is not durable. Best ability is available. Shout out to Pop and shout out to the gambler. <laughs> he had a Word long up. streak. Yes, he did. Games. You know what I mean? So it made me appreciate them more. But it wasn't Sam Donald fought with the Jets, man. The Jets just didn't have the proper pieces around. Yeah. Fact. You know what I'm saying? I'm still I'm still sticking to my guns with the Giants, taking Saquon Barkley. But that's a whole nother story, man. Thank you know what you. I mean? Let's move on, cause we got about a half an hour left in the show, man. Somebody wants Tom Brady to give them an apology. Oh, my God. And that somebody happens to be the daughter of the Lombardi Trophy designer. You know what I mean? Tom Brady launched one of the most discussed passes of his career when he tossed the Lombardi Trophy between boats during the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Aquatic Victory Parade. And one person now wants him to apologize for it. Lorraine Gross, who claims her father, Greg Gross, was the master silversman at Tiffany & Co. from 1967 to 1994 and crafted the first Vince Lombardi trophy. She blasted Brady's trophy toss while speaking with Leslie Blasbar of Fox 4 in Southwest Florida. Her name is Leslie Gross. Like draws. (laughs) Gross called Brady to apologize. She called for Brady to apologize for an act that she called disrespectful. It just upset me that this trophy was disgraced and disrespected by being thrown as if it was a if it was a real football. I, <laughs> she said, I have a big history with the trophy being made by my father, and it's such an honor. And I know all the craftsmen that made it when my dad was there, also at Tiffany's, lost it. And it took a lot of hard work. The toss in question, which Brady admitted, came after having a few signature <laughs> amounts, significant bag. amounts of cocktails, tequila, I might add, <laughs> when as viral as ever when the championship during the championship parade. Brady and his daughter, do- Brady's, Brady's daughter, reacted with a visible horror as her father threw the seven-pound <laughs> trophy with two hands to a waiting <laughs> Rob Gronkowski, and we Can know Gronk. Can I yes, say sir. something? Yes, sir. What? It- they acting like it fell in the ocean, man. Yeah, you he, dig? He like, threw it to Ron. Listen, like, come on. Yeah, you know what I mean? He threw the trophy. So what? They won a championship. He had some tequilas. Get over it. Wow. Like, at the end of the day, he won a seventh ring in ten drives. Come on. You got to give him his prize. And he threw it to the party boy, Rob Gronkowski, which is classic. We know catch- how, he's we catching know how Gronkowski. He's and they caught it like he's this. He's catching that. They caught it. And they, and they were calling for him to throw it. It's not like he initiated to throw it himself. So... Girl, have a seat somewhere. Can I yeah. count your money? The for event, the event was apparently stressful enough that girls had trouble sleeping. She got to cut it. She out. said, I didn't sleep for the past two nights because of this. I was that upset. 
because I know the passion that goes into this trophy and how my dad and all of his fellow silversmen are so proud to make this. So what she just I, looking for? Can I say apology? This is what I'm saying. Like, you didn't even make bit. the trophy. You wasn't even in the gym. Could I? Could I? Could I make? Could I? Could I jump in a little sure. bit? Yeah, jump in. Don't nobody know the hard work that it takes to get that trophy more than Tom Brady. Facts. So if anybody knows the hard work that goes into obtaining one, is him. Is this pop talking? And she acts <laughs> like. <laughs> And, and number two, she act like she act check like that mic, trophy. Check his mic. Speak. Yeah, check his she mic. act like that trophy's made out of platinum, solid platinum or yeah. something like that. No. Trophy probably is worth maybe ten grand. Or she had money that. on the cheeks. No, yeah. but here's she the wanted thing. Mahomes to win again, and she she's tight that he lost. But here's the thing. Also, we also got to take this in. Like I said, it, it, you know, Tom Brady worked hard, man. He worked. I, listen, I don't take nothing away from champs. I'm not gonna say he ever beat my Giants in the Super Bowl. He oh, did. Lord. Yeah. Oh, he did. Why do Giants but fans? At do the that? same time, I will because say this: we got something to hang our hat on. Unlike you, that was years as a Cowboys ago. Fan. But y'all still behind us. Who cares? But You're I don't, still talking I don't about championships from the nineties. No, What's I don't. Sure I don't do. bring that up. I only bring that up when y'all bring up y'all trophy. Right. Continue either way, to right? down us. Either way, what, I, what 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 really what really hits me is just the fact that she's like, oh, I couldn't sleep, and this, that, and the third. Listen. Let the people have their fun, and yeah. not for nothing. Like 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 my man Mook said over there earlier. The gambler, he shout out said, to Mo Gamble. He Word. said he said something that he was like, "Yo, everybody out here clout chase." I'm trying yeah. to tell you, you ain't even make the trophy, fam. Word, you wasn't even in the off. Yo, how you say you wasn't she shooting in the gym? She wasn't even thought of when he Come was making on. these trophies. Come on, <laughs> these trophies been around, and not for nothing, Tom Brady could buy. Thirty thousand of them with the bread. She probably wanted to got. go on the on the boats with them, and they told her no, and that's why she mad about that. <laughs> no country for old women because she got to be old. You Yo, dig the time when no her pops country made, for old women. You know I mean, Tiffany and Coles in the sixties. Happy Valentine's. Come on, fam. I'm on the ride on the boat too. It's only one person in here that was born in the sixties, and it ain't nobody over here. <laughs> Shout out to DJ J. J. man. Come on, man. Stop playing, man. (laughs) I was there. I was there with Union Square. (laughs) Union Square. (laughs) Shout out to Tiny. We see you, Super Bowl 69. Word up. And Joe Joe Namath was not the truth. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, we ain't going to talk about that. Hey, speak for yourself, man. Hey, man. That's the only one. That's the only one. Be careful. but (laughs) (laughs) But it is. It is terrible, man. So, we definitely going to move along to our... Who that? It's time for the rap reports. Uh, 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 Brought to you by Bars and Hoops Radio. Yo. You know the vibes. Word up, man. So, yes, gorilla. Yeah, we gonna get to that. So, <laughs> we reached the part of our show. We talk about this rap game, man. The rap report, man. So, pop, man. Talk about the situation, man. That's going on right now with Meek Mills and Takachi Six Nine. Oh, so, I wake up this morning. And, you know, I go on Instagram and things like that, you know, and I go out, I go on Instagram and I see this thing from, uh, from Hip Hop Weekly and they show Meek Mill and they show Takashi 69 he's quoting raps and he's actually talking to Meek Mill and Meek Mill is like, yo, I can't believe you bought this sucker over here. And wow. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Wow. Come to find out, it looks like. Both 6ix9ine and Meek Mill took to social media to show the confrontation with the Brooklyn rapper, ironically trashing his Philly-born opponent for having police present at the time of the argument. In one of the few videos posted, you see 6ix9ine lunging at Meek and his team from behind the security team 
with his phone pointed at his ops the whole time. And I got a little bit of audio if any you know, we is it listen, oh, cover let's the go. kids' ears. Oh god. Cause it gets funky out. Oh here. god. He's a bitch, nigga. He's a bitch, nigga. He's a bitch, nigga. I'll fuck you up, nigga. He's a bitch, nigga. All y'all niggas pussies, nigga. Hey, we apologize for Shout those ears. WWE rapper, the it rap game. It definitely got crazy. Just to play a little bit more, we got a little bit more for you. That's the fact you pussy, nigga. That's the fact you pussy, nigga. Meanwhile, security's right in the middle. Ain't nobody fight. Security's right in the middle. Ain't nobody fight. So, as y'all can see, it sound like a bunch of commotion. But at the same time... <laughs> The feds sent him to take me out, Meek said on IG. Had to spit on him. The feds sent him to take him out. He said the feds. The feds. Oh, my God. He said I had to spit on him, so he retreated. (laughs) He really waited outside the club for me. The biggest form of disrespect. Spit on him. I thought I was dreaming. We almost smoked him. Laugh a lot. He posed a little threat popping up in the parking lot waiting for me. Now, we all know where this really stems from. We all know that... Takashi 69 is definitely looking for his way back into the rap game. We all know that. So why are we even entertaining this garbage? Here's the problem that I have with it, right? Let's go. Now, we all know what Takashi 69 is, right? Mm-hmm. My biggest problem is with Meek. Because at the end of the day, you can't play both sides of the fence. Let's go. It's either you doing prison reform or you playing the streets. You can't do both. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. you look stupid. It's yep. like... You running around with Robert Kraft and, and Michael Rubin and all of these guys, but yet you on Instagram and Twitter going back and forth with Takashi 69 bro. Like, come on, man. You with Jay-Z and them at the table in these meetings. So what are you telling these young kids that actually look up to you, man, and respect you? You know what I mean? I, that's what I don't respect and not about for, this whole situation. Not for nothing, just to speak on a little bit of what he had on his Twitter page, Meek Mill. I hope that rat going live to apologize to the people he told on or the victim. Y'all forgot that fast a rat killed Nipsey. He wasn't supposed to be on the streets. That's the only thing I'm a di- I- I'm a day because he's dead. Let his baby let his baby mom and his child like a coward as targets. Left him and that was in the beginning when Takashi first got locked up. So this has been going back and forth with them for a little while now. This is when yeah. keeping it real goes wrong because again why is Meek feeling the need to address that type of stuff when you already in a different light? But remember, Meek Mill was one of the rappers that came out against him. But when he still, first. that's my point. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, you already there. You in the you you at the table. Mm-hmm. You at the table with these dudes. You know what I'm saying? You at the table with these dudes, man. You don't need to sit there. It's like, yo, man, eagles don't fight with pigeons. Early. We can't say that, For real. Because eagles, eagles don't kill fight pigeons. With pig- nah, that's a fact, man. You ever seen that? You ever? There's a video going around that's been going around before on um, social media where there's two dogs in be- and there's a gate in between them. And the dogs are barking at each other like crazy. So somebody open, removes the gate and they both shut up. Because now you got full time to get at each other, That's and then the dogs shut up, and then they put they close the gate again, and they start barking, going crazy at each other. But but we give can't, me a break. We man. can't say that because ultimately, this guy really stepped in. Like I mean, let's keep it a buck. It was all cute and everything when it's on social media, but he's in a parking lot right now. He's in a parking lot right now. So what do I do? I snuff him. 
There's not gonna be no Oh you know what we t- No 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 yeah. We gonna handle you That's I'm what he wants you to do though But you know what though His His whole This guy I'm not gonna mention his name The rainbow cat Whole thing is attention That's it Yeah he, he, It's attention Cloud You chasing. ignore that guy and, 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 and he hasn't been getting it. You can't ignore him When he in the parking lot son You have to Here's, Because like what's still said You're sitting in rooms With bigger people You're above that At this moment I toss him and then I apologize. Facts. You're above that. I flip him. I get my people. I'm gonna give you who's above that. Do you remember the point where 50 Cent and all those people was approached by gunplay in Miami? Do you remember that? Oh, it was a beating. It was a beat down. Yeah. First stage. It was a. It was a fifth stage beat down. But he ran. He ran up swinging on them. But what do you think Takashi Six Nine run up talking all this reckless mess? Slam on his head. He's talking. He's not fighting. He got. He got three six nine three hundred pound dudes. in front of him while he cursing. Anybody would do that. But but keep this in mind. Keep this in mind. This is the kind of thing that 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 uh, the rap game suffers from. And not for nothing, Meek Mill, he's definitely going to have to make his decision later on. Like, yo, listen, what do you want to be? You want to be an advocate for, for justice and you, or, or do you want to be in the street? He's definitely going to have to make that decision. But, but at that moment right there, I do not knock anything. I mean, I wouldn't have went on social media with it. I wouldn't have gave him more praise than a little bit. I definitely would have probably snuffed him or I'd have probably had somebody or one of the security guards. He messed up. Him. He messed up by even showing that kid attention. Remember when... He he went to the um, Nipsey's mural and he took off and he's waving to people yeah. and all of that. That's when Meek Mill jumped in like, "Oh, this rat, this rat, this disrespectful." But why? That's my whole point, man. That's why I lose a lot of respect for these guys because on one hand, you're supposed to be standing for something that's greater than this, and you go back into the mud to fight with a pig, man. So I don't give him no respect for it, man. To me, it's just silly. You know what I mean? Well, we're going to talk about some people that's actually real and actually about that life, Let's man. Let's go. Trick Trick, uncovered. And for those of you don't, who don't yes. know who Trick Trick is, I'm going to tell you who he is. He's not the biggest star in the city, and he's never meant to be. But he's one of the most important players in Detroit's hip-hop community, and he's now getting his just due. Trick Trick is one of the subjects of hip-hop uncovered. And shout-out to Corey Pegues, because when he came on our show, he put a little plug in for that show because Bimmy Anthony, straight up from straight out of Queens, is also being featured in this documentary. So, Hip Hop Uncovered is a six-part docu series which is which debuted on Friday night on FX. Mm-hmm. In it, the notorious Detroit rapper is profiled along a handful, along with a handful of other underground behind-the-scenes movers and shakers: Eugene Big U Henley, mm-hmm. James Bimmy Anthony, Deborah Aunt Deb Auntie. And Jacquez, Haitian Jack Agnan, whose connection to the streets have kept hip-hop close to its roots and has helped pop, prop up the superstars who keep the culture moving forward. You know what I mean? Trick's story from his troubled childhood and his incarceration on first-degree murder charges in 2004, his case was dismissed. His work with Eminem is infamous and his infamous no-fly zone policy for out-of-town rappers visiting Detroit is woven throughout the series. And that no-fly zone is serious because Styles P, yes, Styles P from the locks, had to give it up to Trick Trick. He put in a song, he's like, yo, man, they clean my clock in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? For not, you know what I mean? For that no-fly zone, like, it was really you gotta, real. So You got to check in. Yeah, yeah. Fly. So Styles stamped him. So this is real. Um... Trick's family members, including his wife, brother, and sister, and cousin and parents, are also interviewed 
on camera, as well as a high-profile high hip-hop figure such as Dr. Dre, Ice-T, Snoop Dogg, Royce the 5'9", and Wiz Khalifa, who weighed in on the culture and, and the importance of these background string pullers. You know what I mean? What do y'all think about documentaries and docu-series like this? Do y'all think that this is necessary for hip-hop, or this is this just a form of um, telling on yourself? Well, you know what? My problem with it is is that, you know, like I said, and I've said this many a times, you can go back in uh, Balls and Hoops or Archives. Don't forget to check us out on SoundCloud. You can find Balls and Hoops on SoundCloud. Um, search Balls and Hoops Radio. Um, one of my things, one of my problems with this is we're the only music genre that has this kind of entity surrounding our music. Yep. And it's like, Fact. you know what? I, and you know what? I don't want to call anybody out of their name, so I'm going to keep it clean because it's the streets that we're dealing with. Yep. And at the end of the day, the bearded one do respect the, respect the streets. That's where I grew up at. You know what I'm saying? 100%. I understand. At the same time, this is the, this, this is the kind of thing that we don't need. Because you got people out here truly losing their lives because they forgot to, a.k.a. or check in. Check in. And that's the kind of stuff that bothers me, you know? Like, do we really got to be like this? Like, do we really got... I mean, we, we, we operate in, like, the 1950s and 60s mob where you are strong-arming people if they don't pay you for protection. And that's really what it sounds like, you know? Like I said, you know, and, and Queens get the money. You know what I mean? Like, we got, you know, there was a couple in there, people from Queens. Shout out to Bimmy and Deb. You know what I mean? But we got to really start thinking about this. This is what we want the hip-hop culture to be. I understand that a lot of people feed their families this way, and I think that's one of the reasons why it's, like, really promoted like that. But to, to I just hate the fact that even if the rap is not violent, he's going to have violence around him because of this. Because of not checking in. That, to me, I remember watching a video with the baby. Mm -hmm. And the baby was shooting a video in Charlotte. I believe it was North Carolina at that time. And when he was shooting that video, this rapper was like, yo, you forgot to check in. He was like, yo, I ain't checking in nowhere. Facts. My thing is, what are we really doing to each other? We talk about black power, black equality, and things like that. But yet, we still extorting each other out of money. Facts. Because that's what that is. That's extortion. That's all it is. And you know yeah. what? Like I said, listen, Bars and Hoops Radio going to be everywhere. We're going to be in L.A. We're going to be in Louisiana. We're going to be in upstate. My thing is, you know what? Do we really have to check in? Is that Like, that's so silly. In yeah. other words, that's like, yo, you know what? You got to make sure you get me paid before you come in here. That's a fact. I'm not really feeling that, man. That's a fact. It is what it is. That's a fact. Nah, I, I'm, nah. not, I'm not calling myself a street guy, but I'll stand for myself. That's a fact. And the one thing I won't, I won't do, I won't allow somebody to bully my money out of my pocket. That's a so fact. So that they can take care of their family to <laughs> take care of me. I'm not Ooh. doing it. So if you're getting well, millions and you go to another state and you want to get held down from somebody, you won't pay that. What's held down? You want to talk held down? I'm going to the biggest gang in the state, the PD. <laughs> Shout out to Fox. them. Word. He said, look, I you don't know why you come in here and mess with these people. Because when them dudes put that, yo, when they put that, that's what he's saying. When they put that 1019 over the air, everybody's showing up. That's a fact. It might be too late when he put that call in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout out to J.O.K. <laughs> Bob said, I'm calling the police. That's the biggest and gang I, in yo, any city. I, and like, that's my thing. We got we to gotta, you know, stop doing that to each other. If you want me to invest in you, if you want me to give to your charity, that's one thing. Shout out to Bob. But to sit here and tell me 
Yo, you know, you got to make sure you check in so I can check in and give you bread on the side. Boy, that's the streets, what, man. Bottom line, you in the streets. streets. But, but you know what, though? Oh, am, am I in the streets or am I in the, in the entertainment business? Let's go. You Let's feel go. what I'm saying? Nah. I'm selling records. Yes, I'm not in the streets. I got to deal with the streets. In the streets, when you're going from one place to another. Listen, the, the real problem is, is and I'm going to say this, and a lot of people not going to like it. Uh, the real problem is, is that you know what? We have yet to differentiate the streets from business. Hundred percent. You so if I'm out here selling stocks and I got billions of dollars and I move around, you ain't paying me no attention because you don't know who I am. Hundred percent. But people know who I am. I'm making a couple hundred thousand. Now you want me to pay you? Nigga that pain. sounds silly. Nigga that pain. sounds to me. <laughs> that sounds like somebody that don't know the industry the way That's they should. That's and not for nothing. This is the problem. And I'm not calling nobody out. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, you know, listen, we need to come together. You see how strong we are when we come together? Not when you come to me for your, for, for your needs. Facts. You know what that tells you? That, that you can't even survive what I'm doing. That's a fact. Come on, man. We got to do better than that as yeah. people, as black people. There's no fact. reason why country music come up. You think country music check in? Boy. You think you pop know, music right? check in? But they rolling. Look, you got to think about it. They rolling it. with mobsters. That's though. a fact. Nah, you Jay is absolutely with, right. You're rolling with mobsters. You nah, gonna Jay need, is absolutely right. The streets is the streets, bro. You're going to need that protection. I don't care where you at. You know what I'm saying? Unless you moving, you moving undercover. You are not trying to come in and make money. You coming in to make money. You got to check in, man. You That's gotta a pay fact. Your, but you got to pay a little taxes. And back couple in the of days, dollars, couple of the, dollars. And back in the days, in the Sammy Davis Jr. days and all that, man, they used to smuggle drugs. With these um, artists when they were doing when they was making their runs on tour, so they're using you, you know, they're extorting you. Nah, but but it's always been that way. You know what I'm saying? Is that's that's the whole point. You know who's that, one that person always... who didn't stand for the extortion? Who that? Steven Seagal. That's a fact. Steven Seagal Mark made his first that. couple movies, and you know what? They was like, the, you killed me, and, and, and put it out there to marbles. <laughs> like, you know, we got career last. That's a fact. You he know, but, but you know what though? He a man at the end of the day. Shout out to Jay. He a man at the end of the day. You right? You absolutely right. He a man. He stood up for his. And that's my problem. We gotta still listen. You gotta also remember, Pop. I understand what you're saying. But especially when you move it to a certain point, bro. Come on. A hero is only a sandwich. <laughs> Facts. So on that note, we gonna move into our switch of the dishes segment, man. We got about ten more minutes in the show, and we're gonna get to these three joints, man. The first joint on the list, and JOJ, you should have this one, cause we played it on Friday. Oh yeah, I got it. I got Shout it. Shout out to yeah. Tech, man. Louis Loaf Tech, aka Shucky Ducky. Play that joint, call it's called Machine in the Tech. Dash through sacks to 
get a shirt. Yo. No pair of T600, I had to get it first. You know the flash. I had it fully automatic, get the work. Yeah. It'll be tragic to see your favorite rapper in the hearse. Rest in peace, nigga. You just a rapper, little homie. I'm a street, nigga. Get your shit bust to the white meat, nigga. Uh, mix the sour with the key, nigga. Smoke any issue, pitch me, squeeze, blip the machine, nigga. Yeah. I don't wear ball rings, nigga. In the Uber, nigga. Uber chopper so big, look like they blowing tubers, nigga. Pulled up through the sprinter door with that new stick that you never saw before. I finger fuck the trigger, homie. The look on his face said it's every tell he know me. I said, please don't ever try me, nigga. God is good already, beat one, homie, nigga. What's your thoughts on that one? Switch. You switching that or this that? Pop, you switching that? Zion, you switching switch that? that? J.O.J., what you doing? I was here, man. I'm swishing that. Swishing that. Shout out to Jay. He was here like Union Square. Shout out to Tiny. We see you, champ. Word up, man. The next one on the list, man. And this was a lot of controversy because Mm -hmm. when it first came out that Nas was dropping something on such and such date, then everybody came out and said Jay was dropping something on such and such date. It was actually because it was on the um, soundtrack, you know, for um, the Black Messiah. Let's go. Judas and the Black Messiah. You know what I mean? Which is a story about um, Fred Hampton. I'm about to definitely get into it. But this is the joint from Nas called EPMD. Check it out. Mm. EPMD, we back in business. I visualize what it is, not what it isn't. We at the mafia table next to the kitchen. Eating Michelin star, counting a million. Look. On a Rothstein, rigged the World Series Gotti ran every union in the city NAS do it B.I.G. like Biggie Leading like Huey Newton did Nigga, that's how official the revolution is Feds holding cameras up and they zooming in Don't be surprised when niggas show you they true intent Ruthless, they'll tie up your wife and kid Why you talking on Clubhouse, the gun's out This ain't an audio chat, boy, this audio crack Social media platforms they ratting on Facebook, Google, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon Some say it's Babylon Took the property over since Hampton gone Who said we couldn't get cast this long, last this long Platinum cars with our ratchets on Laid back, ox blood seats with the hazards on EPMD, we back in business I visualize what it is, not what it isn't We at the mafia table next to the kitchen Eating Michelin star, counting a million Mercy Lago mob flow, 20 Chevy Tahoes Then I'm sitting low, I am not hiding no Condos are different time zones Way before y'all was double cupping the styrofoam Come on, done Had to lay it down in lamest terms yeah. Want me to turn up a notch to say the word yeah. Hit told me to chill, just lay the verse You know my thoughts get crazy Think about shit from the 80s What's your thoughts on that? You switching that or you dishing that? Pop Swishing it because I love the drum pattern Shout out to Let's Pop. get it. Zai, what you doing? I heard it already, swishing it. Yeah, you sound like you ain't too convinced, but it's because it's Nas. I heard it already. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, he, 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 he in between. That's a layup. Jay, what you doing with that? Uh, <laughs> I might have to dish that. You dishing that? Right. Shout, yeah. out, to D- not shout not out to the DJ. Right. Right. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> shout out to the DJ. I don't know. Who made that beat, though? 
I sound like hip a hip boy. boy. Hip boy, hip boy beat. right? Yeah. Yeah. Hip boy to me is a little overrated, but hey, that's just Ooh. me. Man. Word the mother boy. But See, the Kumite is open. That goes to where it's always like they blaming Niles for the beats and all of that. Yeah. Man. Like, he ride with the names sometimes when he should ride with, you know what I mean? What's hot. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, it is what it is, man. Word. The last one on our list is by Nipsey Hussle featuring Jay Z. It's uh-huh. called What It Feels Like. Check it out. Let's talk about it. And this is what it feels like. And this is what it feels like. And I survive cause a nigga is special first You get successful, then it get stressful thirst Niggas gon' test you, see what your texture's worth Diamonds and pipes, one of them pressure burst Street niggas, still I get checks and spurts I'm for peace, but before I get pressed, I murk Better days, pray for, but expecting worse At this level, bullshit, I'm just less concerned Cruising in the six, looking at the proceeds of rap music on my wrist. Drop another mixtape, my shit booming out this bitch. Young Malcolm, I'm the leader of the movement out this bitch. Look, and this is what it feels like. Reach a level, make you question is it real life? All the weed good, all the pussy real tight. And the only rule, keep your dollar bills and this right. Is what it feels like. And this is what it feels like. What it feels like And this is what it feels like Scorpion bricks, way before Orbeez double disc 40 on my lap, clap, sound like 40 did the mix Filtered bass, sip coat, like a Michelin star chef Chef, kiss to my wrist, I go dummy with my left I arrest on my dick, try to audit all my checks Too late, you know they hate when you become more than they expect You let them crack a storm, your capital put their feet up on your desk And yeah, you talking tough to me, I lost all my little respect I'm selling weed in the open, bringing folks home from the feds I know the payback gon' be me, I'm saving all my little bread Pray for me, y'all, one day I'ma have to pay for these thoughts Real niggas is this thing, it ain't safe for me, my dog. They killing niggas in they own hood. That makes sense to you at all. You burnt your bridge to the other side. You know you can't swim across. Y'all know niggas can't swim. They fried Mike after you die. Y'all know niggas can't win. You never land on your side. That boy is different. Shout out to Hope. I'm switching that by the way. Pop, what you doing with that? Switch. Zah, what you doing with that? Sorry. Yeah, he's a hater. We're switching this, man. You're going to have to um, find a replacement up. for this guy. Lay up. J.O.J., what you doing? I'm on some job today. I'm dishing that too. Oh, God. I'm shout out to J.O.J., man. Shout, shout out, to, to, shout out to both of y'all. Well, Pop, <laughs> hey, so hit, us with, hit us with the good word. Now, as y'all know, this is uh, Black History Month, and one of the quotes that I really want to stand on today was Martin Luther King Jr.'s quote of, the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. 